Hello everyone and welcome to the To Have and To Roll podcast. My name is Oliver. I am one half of your hosting duo. With me, as always, is my co-host Robin. And joining us both today is our good friend Dolly. Dolly is a player at Empire LARP and his current character is in the nation of the League and is a part of the group known as the Crimson Reapers. If you're watching this on YouTube, give this video a thumbs up. If you're new here, consider subscribing and joining the 1K subscribers that this channel currently has. And for that, we thank each and every one of you that has subbed from the bottom of our heart. Robin and myself are going to be doing a special 1K video at some point. There may be some changes to the channel in the future. We will keep you updated on those. And with all that out of the way, let's get into our conversation with Dolly. and to roll podcast we have our friend dolly with us today welcome to the show dolly hello hello uh, hello hello so our, our friend dolly was telling us before we started recording um that your origin in larp is uh, a lot different from a lot of people's uh start out in this hobby yeah so um I, I play in a gaming community uh, with Digby and Bolum and Salt and stuff like that. And basically, for many years, Salt and Bolum were saying to me, you should come to my club. You'd really, really enjoy it. And never done D&D, never done a tabletop, never been part of any sort of thing like that. I used to do World War II reenactment from a very young age, okay. but yeah. that was more of a my parents took me along because I was eight and then I'd done a little bit then I left that hobby um and I was like okay cool that's done but Salt and Bolum specifically were like come you'll love it and I was like oh, I'm not really don't really not that into fantasy I don't even like Warhammer really? you know okay. what, <laughs> what why why would I be interested in this <laughs> and um and then Digby was on about going to, um, oh gosh, an ILARP, uh, Western LARP. Mm -hmm. And I went, that sounds a little bit of me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go to that. So I got myself a ticket, got myself all this stuff for it. And then one drunken day, one drunken day. After <laughs> the I, I, I finally caved in uh -huh. one day, just randomly. And I, I was like, I just paid for a ticket for Empire, having never looked into it, not Whoa. really thought about oh, it at wow. all. <laughs> and um, I just sent my mate Salt a message going, oh, yeah, I'm coming to Empire. So they went, oh, yeah, come and join our group, our, our little little group. You'll love it. You know, we're a little band of mercenaries. We're in the league. And I was like, oh, I want it to be Wintermark. But, okay, joining a group, that's cool. Because I was like... The Vikings, not Vikings thing, really appealed to me. Yeah, yeah. a lot of people. Yeah, fair enough. Being being a minor pagan myself, mm -hmm. I'm like, ah, Viking, not Viking. I can <laughs> I can roll with that. Um, and so I ended up in the league. So I turned up to I think it was E three, not last year, the year before. Okay. With nothing, absolutely nothing. I thought you'd been playing longer than that. Have you, yeah, I thought you'd been playing way longer. Really? That is crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, E3, not last year, the year before. 
I I rock up with nothing. I bought a sort of twelve quid tent from Halfords. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. Mm-hmm. That was my LARPing gear. A twelve quid tent from Halfords, i.e. for out of character camping. Mm-hmm. Um E3 was pretty hot though, right? Last last e- year. E3 was Was that the hot re- one or was yeah. That, that was the that, hot one, I think. That was really quite hot. So I turned up to the field and I I'd come up with this character called Fark, and he was a throwaway character. Because I was like, I'm not, I'm probably not going to enjoy this. So I did put no thought into character creation, no thought into what the league was, no thought into anything. I hadn't looked into the other nations or anything like that. I was just looking forward to going and hanging out with my friends. Mm-hmm. And that was the real thing that I was looking forward to, just mm-hmm. going and meeting these friends who I've been playing with for years online. Mm-hmm. And um, so I met a few of them. And then I was like, turn around to Fish, another one of my gaming friends. I was like, could you, could you take me shopping? Because I think I need some stuff. And, um, Did you have anything like any kit at all when you no. came? Or was it just I literally <laughs> had nothing. <laughs> literally. It's the league as well. The league, the league is probably the the, the hardest one. It, it's it's got the hard, like the highest barrier for entry, as in from an ease point of view. I think you know yeah. to, to actually to actually get in and, and get a decent kit. But your kit's really good now. So what what happened from not having anything to now? Uh, I I spent money. I spent yeah, that helps. Yeah. <laughs> you you I, love I, shopping as well, though, don't you? Because <laughs> like. <laughs> I, I, I can shop. I, I, I'm quite good at shopping in the field. I hate it in life, but in the field I can shop. So, yeah, I literally walked around and I bought some lovely trousers. Um, the shirt that I... So I bought the trousers, which are my reserve trousers now. They're like, yeah. if it's if it's too hot, I'll wear those because they're nice and baggy and airy. And in fact, I did lend them to um, Dan who plays Vino, who moved from Wintermark to the league mm-hmm. at the last event. So I lent them to him because he was told not to come dressed as a dirty peasant um, when he went back to our Egregore. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they're still perfectly league, those trousers. Yeah, I had, actually, I did have the boots. I did have the boots because they are World War II Russian officers' boots. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had those. Yeah, they I work arrived, well yeah, worked really well. Yeah. You know, nice sort of knee-high boots. Mm-hmm. Um, so I bought myself a shirt. I bought my leather vest, the long leather red and gold vest. Yeah. I bought that, the belt, everything, the hat. All of it was bought on the Thursday at my first ever Empire. So I mean, for a game that you 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 just went, oh, I'll just give it a try. Yeah, that's it's quite a a financial like investment into. <laughs> it it was. Mm. I I very much realised quite quickly when I arrived that actually this is a little bit of me. Mm-hmm. Um. So the friends that I knew and I met in person for the first time, we just got on like a house on fire. You got the vibe. You, you're, you're yeah, exactly. Yeah. That instant vibe. Because we knew each other so well. We knew each other intimately. They'd been with me through the breakup of my marriage. 
you know, they, you know, they'd seen my cats and stuff like that and all, all on various streams and you could be yourself chat. with them basically yeah. you could just be comfortable and, and safe with these people yeah and it was just that instantaneous connection that i had and i was like cool yeah this is actually going to be a little bit of me still didn't know anything about the league still did you know still didn't know about any of the other nations um still didn't know any of the law background anything like that there's a lot though there's a, that's a lot <laughs> there is there is a lot so for my first event fark was very very quiet mm -hmm. he 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 would follow bolam around who was wanting to become a general mm -hmm. so he was starting the politicking to become general because his election for general was at e4 mm -hmm. And so this was E3. E3 yeah. So he's starting the politicking. He's going to all the military council meetings and stuff like that. So I was just following him about as a bodyguard. But basically, I was trying to learn the game um, and just gather what I could. Um, and I, I, I can quite often be quiet and I'll just absorb information. I'll listen, retain and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's what I was trying to do. And then we got to the battle and I maintained that sort of role, um, of just standing next to him, but I was also doubling up his voice, um, and just doing the basic acting as a sergeant to him Yeah. on the field. Again, never done any combat before. Never, not not like with swords and no, stuff. No, never no, done, no. never done anything like that. I, I, I had got prior experience mm -hmm. doing military type things. Um, well, I was in the military, mm -hmm. so yeah, I've done military type things, yeah. mm -hmm. um, and yeah, so I just fell into that role quite easily, and I was like, oh, okay, cool, finished E three, and I was like, ah, oh, right. Uh, Sorry, this has devolved into no. the evolution of Fark now. Well, <laughs> no, for no, it. <laughs> How do you start Empire now? Evolution of Fark. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and then then I was like, I got back and I was really raving to Emily, and I was like, Oh my god, it was amazing, so cool, it's so inclusive, and that's what really blew me away with Empire. I was like, it is just so inclusive. I love that. People can just be who they want to be yeah. and how they want to be. And that's amazing. I, I It was coming back on the services and I stopped off at the services because I was feeling a little bit chin strapped because tired. Mm -hmm. I was feeling a little bit tired um, because I hadn't slept much because I suffered massively. And I still do to this day. I struggle with fear of missing out of anything. Mm hmm. I know I can't do everything at Empire, but I... I stop I, us from I trying. Yeah. <laughs> I will try and be the last one up mm -hmm. and the first one awake at camp because I'm like, oh, I don't want to, you know. Yeah, I want to talk to my friends because actually the evening and the mornings are the only times we get to because yeah. apparently in the Reapers, we're quite busy. Yeah. 
Yeah, you 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 are pretty busy in the Reapers. I mean, we got a lot of game with you recently, but that is only because games cross paths. Apart from that, you tend to always have so many things on at Empire. And I guess that makes sense with you not wanting to miss anything. <laughs> yeah, well, well, what's worse is I see a, such a small element of the Reaper game. Mm-hmm. And I, I will talk about the Reapers a lot, but I'll go into that in its own little segment because yeah. I think I think the Reapers deserve a segment just to themselves. So um <laughs> <laughs> the Yeah, that tracks of the Reapers, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um so yeah, I'm I'm like I, I was stopped at the surfaces and I was like why is there no blue people here? Where's everyone's antlers? Oh, hey, we're back in the yes, real world. Everyone seems to get that. Every, that first service station stop on the way home is always a jarring one when you've had mm. three days in that field because, yeah, you're walking around. Usually you are in a bit of kit or something. A lot of us are in a little bit of kit. And you're walking in and you're just like, yeah, you're, you're not... The, the jarring thing for me was that everyone was just, like, ignoring me. That was... That was not me specifically, but people were ignoring each other because you stop at the service yeah. station, everyone's just walking by each other, not looking at each other. And when you're in that field, everyone is everyone's very yeah engaging because they want to role play. They want you to role play with them and, and vice versa. So it's always jarring. Yeah. I also find myself incredibly polite when I get to like having a meal or something like that. I find myself overly polite yeah. to Myself and Emily, we stopped at a service stations after I went to after Emily's first empire. And I mm-hmm. I was just apologetically polite to the person having to serve us our pizza at Pizza <laughs> Express at the services. And Emily just turned around to me and went, Why are you being so nice? I, was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's not that they're not playing a game, they're at work. So. <laughs> But yeah, and it's it's that nice thing that Empire does. I find it's that real break. But I got back from me free, and I was like, ah, oh, I I I I loved it. Really enjoy it. I want to put a bit more of my personality into it because at the moment, Fark is very straight laced and you know very rigid. And if someone tells him to do something, he'll either ignore them if he's not part of the Reapers. Mm-hmm. Or if he is part of the Reapers, he'll do it to the letter. Mm-hmm. Literally okay. to fault to the letter. There was a meeting that I once interrupted because I was told to pass a message to someone and get a response. So I interrupted this meeting, gave them their letter and went, would you like to respond? They went, oh, where's this camp that I need to do the meeting? I went over there turned walked out because i got my response i delivered my response, letter yeah. <laughs> it was like i was like i i enjoyed that element of it yeah but i also i was like that's not really me hmm. that's not me i i felt really not uncomfortable doing it because i quite enjoyed doing it because it was being a bit of a being a bit of a penis and yes, i was like yeah. yeah that's quite funny doing that but i knew it wasn't sustainable that's, so it's like, oh. yeah that, that is the big difference i know you say you haven't played like D and things like that but um when you're like creating npcs as like a, a, a dm you can yeah you can create these characters that can be fun to play but you they only live for 
a couple of minutes. You know what I mean? Like the quirky mm. shopkeeper who's rude, you know, that you can sustain that and that might be entertaining for a couple of minutes, but if like they're not realistic in that way. Whereas at, at, at a game like Empire in, in any LARP that's going to be one, one or two days, you, you, you want to have a character that you can consistently um, mm. inhabit for that amount of time. Yeah, that's exactly it. And it was the problem I was having is I couldn't stay in character because I'm not, I'm a, I'm a, I try to be a very kind person. I try to be very forthcoming and talkative and stuff like that. And it was just such a polar opposite from me that I really struggled with it. Um, And as soon as I was off duty, I went, into more me but only with reapers yeah i was like more my yeah. personality everyone else i was standoffish with but with reapers they were the family so i'd so fark would only deal with reapers because that's all he had to deal with that that was his role he he was to have fun with the reapers and business was business yeah um and i was like oh, all right how can i how can I evolve this? Because there are other nationalities, nations, and stuff like that that I want to socialize with. I, w- I want, want to experience this game. So being League, I uh, bought a mask, which was, you know, my lovely little Arabella mask. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so my lovely little Arabella mask came because I was like, I, I just want an excuse to to be me. And my lovely, adorable cat had just died, Arabella, which is where the mask gets its name from, because she was lovely to everyone. She was such a little hussy. She would rub up against any person who came into the house. Um, And yeah, she was adorable. Absolutely amazing. She is the most affectionate thing. I used to sit here streaming and she would have her paws on my desk and you'd just see this little face just for the whole stream. (laughs) And then when, you know, people paid bits and stuff like that, she'd eat food because we gave her treats every time someone got bits. So, Oh gosh, that could get dangerous. It got so bad that she started to recognize the sound of the bits being dropped Yes, before yeah, I'd even happen. reach for the bag. She'd get excited and start running around on the desk. Um, but yeah, so she, she had just passed. So I named the mask after her. And I was like, oh, okay, what I'll do is I'll, I'll be a bit more myself, but I'll also chuck in a bit of her personality to it. That went too far after a few drinks. <laughs> right. How many people did you rub up against? Well, there, there was a very funny meeting, properly meeting um, Helen, um, Steve's wife, for the first time. Uh-huh. The first time I met her, I had to apologize to her because I'd rubbed my face against Will's groin and pushed him over a bench. Unfortunately, she was sat on the bench. (laughs) So, you know, it went a bit too far. And there have been occasions, mainly at the last Reaper's Ball, Mm -hmm. where Arabella was being warm. And I may have got cleaved by Steve because I was mewing and rubbing my face against the Reaper. Um, And 
whilst he was trying to sort out a bit of a reckoning and stuff like that for a relationship that was being rekindled or sorted or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I, I I let my hair down at the last Reapers ball. It's good. It's... I, 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 I really, I had no role. So <laughs> for me, I was like, oh, I am a soldier who has no position of power. I'm at our own ball and I can drink. And the little cogs in the little cogs in Dolly's head in little Dolly world went huh, old work brain. <laughs> so we started the evening off with a private gin club in our hotel room. Nice. Yeah. Where, where myself and Emily drunk through a fair bit of a chunk of a bottle of gin. Everyone else was being rather civilized. We, we, we were not, we arrived <laughs> and one of the other reapers went, get yourself a drink on, on me. Here's my card. Mm-hmm. So we queued and they were with us and we, we got to the bar. They were still with us and um, the lovely Billy, this is. Um, and um, we went, oh, just a couple of glasses of wine. He went, now nah, they'll have a bottle. So that's where that started going downhill. <laughs> um, because every time I saw Emily, um, she had a bottle of wine in her hand. <laughs> it was just a, a new bottle. <laughs> Almost every time. <laughs> so yes, we got rather rather inebriated mm-hmm. at the last Reapers ball. Yeah, um, it's, it's yeah. I mean, my I got to admit, my my last character was a bit like that. That there was there was like at player events, I was a little bit like, what do I do with this character? Because he doesn't he doesn't really have any political ambitions. There's no like he just likes a good scrap and he's just a good soldier and that's kind of it so trying to come up with something right what would i do in this social situation where we're all just stood around there's no action going on it's like well drink i guess yeah and that was exactly it it was like this is a social this is literally a social event i am going to be a mercenary i'm i'm going to be a soldier i'm going to be a mercenary i'm going to drink to excess and you know, we I, I knew when we arrived it was going to be bad because <laughs> I, in, I I introduced Emily to our, our prince, and she bowed, and I was like, "You don't bow to Reese. That, that no, he's our prince, but you don't bow to him. Look, he's got a lovely bum though, and instantly squeezed his bum. <laughs> you knew that. That's how the night was going. That yeah. just set the tone, really, for the rest of the night." Yeah, <laughs> like um. So when you put on the Arabella mask, does that mean technically you're no longer Fark and now you're Arabella, or is it some <clears throat> sort of mixture? So my understanding is you put on the guise of the mask. Hmm. So it, it's a guise. So I very much, I th- I think I sent you a message saying when I'm wearing Ar- Arabella, I will answer to. Fark, stop. Uh, Arabella, stop. You, stop. <laughs> um, I will answer to Arabella. I will also answer to Fark because, you know, and that that's the way I personally perceive it. I could mm-hmm. be wrong. I am not an oracle of knowledge. I am still very much learning, seen as I got back from E3 and I was like, <laughs> better start looking at the wiki and learning what other nations are. 
I mean, <laughs> I mean, it, it, there's a lot. Of, you can't, you can't do the whole thing. You're like, you, you can be. I think you can be specialized in one certain part of the wiki, but you're, you're never gonna uh, know everything about every, every nation. And to be no. honest, a lot of the stuff that um, I've learned over the past like year or so, I've kind of forgotten because it hasn't come up again. So even like even talk, talking about like you mentioned reckonings there now i know when um uh our other reaper guest that came on last year will told us about reckonings of what they were i've completely forgotten what the what the ins and outs are because it doesn't come up in, in my game you know so yeah. there is that much information out there that you, you you can't know it all the important thing is to know though reckonings can come up in your game yeah so you, what yeah you can explain you it to can me again, contract cause... the reapers <laughs> explain you it to me contract the reapers. <laughs> yeah i have i have i have a, a, a loose understanding of what they are what what exactly are they what was the function of them i will explain it in the sort of way that it was explained to me mm -hmm. if someone has done you a dirty you can pay someone to do them a dirty back uh, as long as it's within the virtues and stuff like that. So if they have done something unvirtuous to you, which isn't illegal, you know, you can get a reckoning. If so, if someone goes against a contract or someone does something like that, you can then send a reckoning against them. And that can be something as bad as just getting a few burly reapers to gum over and say, Oi, you know. Oi, don't, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or curses which yeah, so it's quite, is yeah, yeah. <laughs> which, which is very much the magical monkeys within the cartels that's their division of yeah go on then you you go and curse and we have a price list of curses and stuff like that because you know this is now explaining why I got so many uneasy looks from people when they were walking past Mortar camp because of the amount of times we're sitting there chatting to the Reapers and we're there constantly and just like, ah, good. They all think something's going to happen. Probably <laughs> is. It's, <laughs> it, it's one of those it's one of those lovely, lovely things about the Reapers is we're lovely. We are genuinely lovely. But myself and Amy, um, who plays Amelie, we have this lovely dynamic of we will start manically smiling when telling people how lovely we are. Yeah. And when when yeah. someone says, oh, yeah, don't you curse people? And we're like, yeah. But keep on that manic smile yeah. and that wild look in your eyes. Of, yeah. yeah, but that's only for fun yeah. or money. Or money, yeah. yeah. I think, I think I've think i witnessed her do this. <laughs> it's, it's, it's amazing when she does it. She does it so well because... She doesn't carry a weapon or anything. She just, she, <laughs> a little dainty late, but smiling manically about murder and cursing and stuff like that. But then also telling you how lovely we are. We, you know, <laughs> I it's... think that's why it's unnerving because it's slightly Have like. I've cursed. <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> not yet. It's <laughs> um, time. It, yeah. And also, you know. It's all about owning your curses in Winter Magic. If you get cursed, you own it. You're like, cool. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's game that I would like. Obviously, I wouldn't be out in character to get cursed, but it's it's game that um, 
I, I would I would definitely welcome you know because having a curse just is is, is such good fun. It's yeah. weird though. Like I don't know how I know how RNL would have acted to get in curse, but I don't know how Nymeria would because even though she's in like the winter house, she's anti-winter. Like she is very outspoken about that and she's super angry about it. So I don't know how she would actually if she would own getting cursed or if she'd burn the camp down i well, mean it could I, go either way I think, I think we mean like out of character you want to own it but i think in character oh yeah yeah out of character yeah do it no it's in in character own it as well so the lovely laurie who plays merloff who is a member of the reapers he's also the captain of the militia mm-hmm. i know at the end of e4 he was rocking a few curses and he won't get him removed because uh, of his wintermark heritage Mm -hmm. and it's like but you wear your curses with pride almost it's the i I don't know if you know we may have cursed the archmage of winter with a with the winter branding okay um (laughs) yep was it was that personal or was that was that That, a job um (laughs) that was that That was personal. Um, we, we may have got we may have got treated rather rudely in conclave. Mm-hmm. Um, well, basically, we went to vote for the Archmage of Winter. When once the vote was over with, uh, they sorry, I say we. I wasn't there. This isn't my game at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but our, our magic monkeys left, and people started booing. That didn't go down very well with our magic monkeys so yeah as the head of winter he 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 took the curse on behalf of conclave yeah yeah well you know okay 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 yeah <laughs> got the power you've got the responsibility now right so. I, I just love the I, I i i just love that element of the game though of like it's we're not doing anything illegal it doesn't harm you you just 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 cursed like you the curses just... just sound they sound so much fun because like i've created we, we have like our flower codes in dawn mm. and i've been working on a flower and i've created one um which is meant to be as a threat and or not so much a threat more of a promise of a curse specifically a curse is coming your way mm. and i was like i want to tie this in with stuff because i think it could be just so much fun game to go and present that to someone and then let them first of all work it out, which you mm. know would be quite honest, probably about what it means. But then just leave it for however long we feel is necessary. Just keep walking past with the reapers every so often, you know. Just hello. You've got your own winter coven. <laughs> just saying. It do is, we do? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 growing. I'm actually I've actually been talking to um to the house the other day, and I'm I'm considering taking because we're with like this new character. Um, I'm kind of figuring out, you know, the actual game mechanics and and how they work and the type of fighting I'm going to be doing with this character isn't mm. going to be the same as Godric. I don't, you don't actually need to be spending. I, I personally don't need to be spending a lot of experience points on on clanky stuff and uh, fighty abilities. I've already got enough with like just a great weapon master and like mm. um, mortal blow, and that's kind of all I need. Um, yeah. for my fighty stuff and I've taken 
uh, a priest skill, I've taken dedication, and I'm now actually instead of going either going into into pr- more priest stuff, I'm actually considering going into uh, like magic as well, and because uh, I don't want to be a... becoming a dirty magic monkey. Well, I don't oh. not not to do like proper like uh, <laughs> battle mage stuff, but just enough to bolster a ritual because that that's the thing. It's like uh, mm. like our, the little um, coven is, is you know because covens tend to like specialize in certain rituals because like the more members of the coven that have certain rituals um learn so uh mm. so the, the the black garden coven is more uh the very focused on whispers you know so yeah um but i've yeah i've considered going right well, i should maybe take some winter law with my next few and then i can if we need a bolster for like either a mask hole or a curse or something then i can i can jump yeah because like, like mass weakness is quite expensive for us isn't it because i don't think we're all fully mastered in it mm-hmm. so it becomes a bit more expensive but then like having more people in there that can do it makes it cheaper i guess yeah yeah me to get more also i, I don't know that part of the game either that well to be honest i would like no. to learn a bit more about that part of the game I, I uh, yeah, it's a real gap in my knowledge. The magic stuff um, doesn't really interest me. No. If I'm honest, it it doesn't overly interest me. I love the dramaturgy and the plays that our guys put on mm-hmm. because you know we have a playwright in the Reapers, <laughs> just, just, <laughs> who is amazing. It does some spectacular things, but we've got brilliant dramaturgy mages most of them are at least level two and there are many of them more keep coming out the woodwork um and they'll do rituals and yes um they've done some spicy rituals which i won't go into (laughs) i i i will not go into the spicy rituals that they have done but yeah we're one of the if not the most powerful winter coven on the field mm-hmm. i think yeah. i think you know i i would love to be proved incorrect um it opens a lot yeah. of doors for you i mean i've got to admit like i, I know i did know that i mean it obviously helps if you have um members of a, of a certain group in certain places but mm. yeah that there, there was there was quite a lot of opportunity with um with mine and robin's new characters like in military council and the you know with the winter coven in dawn kind of uh the uh the black garden coven kind of growing a bit um mm. i don't know if it's grown that much but the fact that we okay. were there people were you know asking can you can you do can you know can you do this can you do that so the the the, the bigger and the, and the more stuff you can say yeah we can do that opens up a lot of game for you you know um because people will come to you and be like hey we need this done on the battlefield can you do that on the battlefield or we need this done for this army can you do that please yeah yeah, yeah like i did love the whole um like after it was more like after the main military council of like yes do we know anyone who can perform mass weakness well let's ask the two vampires standing there with their smoking bubbling drinks we might know someone yeah because i think i I don't i don't know i need to look this up or people can put this in the comments with um the the mass calls i think if i took magician and winter law i think I think I could actually do a mass call. I'm not entirely no, sure. Not well, wearing well, heavy armor, you can't. Not wearing armor. You have to. Yeah. Oh, not that's wearing right. Heavy ma- armor. Mage armor, yeah. That would... You have to wear mage armor. Yeah. So, um, yes, you can, but you'd just be to... squishy for a battle. I'd have to strip it off and run in. <laughs> well, can't we just take a yule folk to carry your armor? 
and then you could do the mass call and then we can dress you yeah it would just be and like in, <laughs> yeah it would just be like in a bind because that's that's the issue sometimes sometimes it's like you know if, if you want to um again then if you want to perform a ritual on the battlefield there's there's not very many people that do that because obviously then you've got to take your whole coven into the battlefield uh, and it's a risky risky thing because you're right in the middle of the battlefield it's... so what covens aren't into that it is we we um at e3 my first e3 and e4 we had to do some battlefield rituals sorry kato has wanted to come and say hello um, hello so... hello kato Hi. this is hermione this is actually arabella's biological sister oh. um, she's still going strong yeah. she doesn't realize that she's 20 plus years old oh, oh wow <laughs> um, yeah so uh yeah we had these rituals and unfortunately it did mean that our butchers had to guard our ritualists as opposed to you know facilitate the contract yeah and it was we had this agreement with the contract holders at the time of oh yeah if this is the case you know it's the empire and you know obviously wintermark were a bit upset because you know they they saw um the reapers had a contract with the house of windmark they should be helping windmark but they were guarding their what's it and when you've got sort of 11 people guarding you know 10 people everyone gets a bit antsy because all what they see they look over and they just see this group of people doing nothing yeah to help the battle yeah. what they don't see is if those 10 incredibly squishy people who are non-coms have an actual role to do. It, we, we had a similar problem, actually, at E3. Yeah. Mm. We had a slightly similar problem at E3 when we were guarding the Gilded Horn. Was it Gilded Horn? Oh, no. Which, bat which battle was this? Which... This was the uh, battle where we had to go and... Uh, we it was yeah it was e4 on the saturday when we had to oh e4 uh, this year e4 yeah e4, yeah, well, so sure e4 we i was gonna yeah. say yeah, yeah 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 you had to do that because <laughs> i remember like coming to like say to you guys oh yeah we need some more people here and you're like we really want to be fighting over there but we have to do this <laughs> yeah it, it is exactly that and part of that was also part of that was also fox hanging around the black plateau Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. so, has become a little bit more murderous um, in his depression because he's found that's the way to cope with the voices from the uh, Black Plateau is to kill things. <laughs> and unfortunately, I haven't got a military unit anymore because I've now got a business um, for reasons. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um. So I now no longer have a military unit, so I no longer get to go and kill things, so I just have to sit with the plateau. So by the time I come to Empire, I, I want to murder things on the battlefield, and we were tasked with protecting. There was a few times in that battle where I was literally like, we need people here. The ritualists are currently on the front line because uh, the line is so thin. But you also get the other thing of people going, Reapers, why are you standing there doing nothing? We need your support here. And a few times, the contract holder for the last event was actually Bolam. 
he held the contract for the Reapers. So he said, take a few, go and smash. And he let us go and do that. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's that really cool and also horrible thing of like everyone's going to and we can't do anything because the contract holder wants us to do this or there's this that needs to happen for the empire and it's you also have this argument within the reapers of we should be doing this we should be earning our reputation yeah Yeah. and it's like yeah but this is our contract we are contracted to do this and this was the hardest role as the captain to do because you you're like, yeah, I want to go and get stuck in because we could really help in this fight. But we've been told by the contract holder to do this. And that's what we're doing. Um, yeah, I, I understand what you mean about the the reputation thing, because especially in like Empire, like that, the, your reputation can go stale pretty quick because how, you know, how the player base kind of rotates and there's so many new players and things like that you know and and it doesn't it wouldn't take a many events for people to be like oh yeah like you you want to keep your reputation up so you want to keep getting employed but mm-hmm. it doesn't take a lot of events and you know especially if a load of navar players come and go oh, we're mercenaries too and, and and they're getting really stuck in you know mm. well you, you you have got the other thing which is also sort of by our design of people come up to us as as reapers like just a random person and we'll turn around to a random reaper and say reapers we need you over there Mm -hmm. and the common response from the reapers will be in no uncertain terms fornicate off that way yeah i mean that happens a lot even if you aren't a reaper that happens a lot (laughs) on on those battlefields some random good like get over there and you're like no no (laughs) but but the the reaper but the reapers will do it to messages from messengers from the field marshal Mm -hmm. Because one, they're talking to the wrong reaper, mm-hmm. and two, that field marshal doesn't pay us. Yeah, and it's as it's as simple as that. It's like the contract holder tells us who we are to listen to orders from, which is them, and you know, if there's a general that they want us to listen to orders from, we'll listen yeah. to orders from them. Other than that, they'll come to the captain of the reapers, and I'm saying the captain and not myself because. I'm getting the role of captain is getting re-elected at E1. So effectively at E4, that was my last term as captain. But I'm going to say, you know, for Reaper's Ball, I'm still the captain up until yeah. E1 yeah. when it gets re-elected, which I will be re-standing for it within the Reapers. Too but right, yeah. that's again, that's again in-house politics for the Reapers, and it's a brilliant way to share the game between other people. Yeah. And I can't state my love for the group enough, if I'm honest. The, the, my, my group is amazing. They are just beautiful, beautiful people. Um, but every single role, every single in-character role for the Reapers goes up for election, including the Prince. Okay. So what, what, every, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. How does somebody become the, the Prince of the Reapers then? Like, what, what does that actually mean? So if you're a... So the prince is the head of the reapers, is the okay. face of the reapers, the politicking face, the, you know, the actual head. It's like the earl of uh, no one. Yeah, it's like an earl. So it's, I, I will take a contract as the captain. I will go to the prince and say, I've been offered this contract. What do you think? Or someone will come up to us with an idea for a contract and say, I've got this idea for a contract. 
do you want it? The captain can say yes, but if the prince says no, the prince says no. We don't go for that right, contract. Right, okay. Because the prince is in charge of the reputation, the prince is in charge of the group, the welfare. All of those things falls under the prince's remit. Uh, and also has to go to like the prince's meetings within the league and... So it's a really, it's a job I don't want. I definitely wouldn't want that. Yeah, being group leaders, yeah. But that's the in-character group lead. Uh-huh. We we have two councils. We've got the in-character council, we've got the out-of-character council. Okay. Mm-hmm. Our out-of-character council look after the Reapers so much. They organise the camping and, you know, booking us our tents in. They organize everyone's welfare keep us informed with all goings on within the winds so you don't have to read all of the winds they'll give you a nice compressed version i say they (laughs) yeah it's it's amazing james sorry bolam does an amazing amazing job Mm -hmm. at collating the information from that the important chunks that we need to know Mm. and also bolam is just an oracle of knowledge and we've got you know the other members of the out of character council just do so good and they're the ones who organize the reaper's ball or the reaper's rest or you know the various other names that there are for it um so they do an incredible incredible job and then we've got the in character council so the prince the captain uh the head magic monkey and there, there are other roles i can't remember quartermaster and stuff like that and all of those are open to any member of the Reapers. Okay. Um, but it gets you volunteer to say, I want to run for this position. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the group votes on it and they'll vote for who they want to get that role. Yeah. Is, so, it, is, it, is it open voting? Is it, or is it open, open voting? It's just a hands up, hands up yeah. you know, these two people have put themselves forward because we love competition. Um, we, you know, I may I may have volunteered to be the bishop at uh, E4 because our bishop was unable to make it. So the standard bishop, mm-hmm. I, I volunteered to be the bishop. I have no religion game in me whatsoever. <laughs> but well, just yeah. so we had competition, I volunteered. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's that lovely, really lovely thing of it shares the game yeah um because so many people hold these positions for years and years and years and years and it doesn't give new players a chance to get into those roles um and yeah just keeping it spicy just having that little change once a year all roles get voted for so i could not be captain next year Mm -hmm. um I mean, I would, I would not, I, I'm not going to lie. I'd be disappointed if you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it won't affect Fark too much. No. It won't affect Fark too much. He will still be Fark. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, it will give me a lot more time to actually wander the field. Because I had never gone into the Orc camp until uh, E2 last year. Yeah. Never, wow. ever been into the Orc camp. I'd never been into Varushka. I still haven't, actually. I've never had the opportunity to go into Varushka. I've never had the opportunity to go into the marches. 
bearing in mind where my camp no, is. No, yeah, you're, you're yeah. literally backed up against them. Yeah. I'm backed up against... Yeah. I've never had the opportunity to go into the marches. Because... What you're saying is we need to actually do a pub crawl next event and get all 10 nations. <laughs> pub crawl for... Yeah, I've never actually managed the, the whole 10 nations. In the 10-nation no, oh, no. army couldn't hold me back. Yeah. We, we, we <laughs> potentially could do that. Oh god, that's another Friday drinking, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> thing is, I just I, I I know where I like my game. That's the thing. I, it's not it's not that I like you know. Uh, if if I end up somewhere like if I'm in the orc camp, I'm in the orc camp usually for a reason. You know, not not a. It doesn't have to be an important reason, but I'm talking to someone, I have a friend there, and I'm, I I stay there, and I'm having good mm. good company, good drinks. You know, and sometimes it's like oh god, pub crawl. I don't want to like be forced to move away from. If I'm enjoying myself, you know, like we were in the wine bar on Friday, like it, it would, you know, I, I, we, we just ended up there, obviously, but you know, it would, it, you, you're there and you're enjoying yourself. And you're like, no, I like being here in dawn with my friends, uh, and we're having good conversation. You know, there's no point yeah. to get up and be like, oh well, I haven't been to the marches in, age, in ages. Let's just randomly go there. No, you don't. It doesn't happen yeah. often. Exactly, and it's so for my. For the business of trying to find the contract for the Reapers, it's I spent most of my time building up a relationship and stuff like that. From becoming captain, I built up the relationship with Wintermark to basically try and break this illusion that the Reapers disobey orders and stuff like that. And it's I yeah. I wanted to show them that actually no, the Reapers follow orders, but there's if there's a ritual going on we have to do that and stuff like that so i tried to rebuild this reputation um unfortunately i do personally believe that we were being used incorrectly within wintermark yeah um we were very much used in lines mm -hmm. and we the, the reapers are a heavy skirmish unit then they're not they're not good on lines we especially when we're given a gap to hold that could probably hold you know the dunnings mm -hmm. and you know there there were we were quite light because of real world issues mm -hmm. and stuff that battle and you know we got wrapped yeah it's it was that instant right we're just gonna have to start dressing back because we can't hold this line there are gaps between us and we're not swords and board we we don't do swords and boards no it's like sad you're like that the skirmishers are you're, you're quite good at punching through though aren't you you're quite good yeah. at like creating that opening and punching through for people but yeah yeah it's holding a line we can do as long as we're given a line that you know is to our size um there was a brilliant fight in the woods where we had we were holding the right hand side of Wintermark and we were holding the left hand side of Navarre. And Navarre basically gave us a commendation in the military council saying nice, yeah. you know, the Reapers who held our left were just amazing. Yeah. Again, that's such a nice thing um to have. Oh, that's not what we're good at. <laughs> we 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 can do it, but we don't like it. Yeah, and it's it's so very common. I think it might be a symptom of 
the fact that there are a lot of people on that field and we're running out of land uh, currently mm-hmm. in that site. So a lot of the time you have those two armies and they just form a line from border to border, you know, and it just inevitably becomes one big long line fight. That's why that every scenario they end up pushing us into those woods to, to try and prevent that from happening a bit and splitting objectives. But yeah, there's, there's so often where you don't want to be because, I mean, really, I mean we're not dawn tend to fight in lines but we're not really line fighters either you know we're, we're very no. much we're more like a cavalry we're, we're supposed to be we're supposed to be pulling back and then hitting hard and pulling back and then coming from the side and hitting just constantly hitting hard we're not really supposed to be static but you end up being you know you like on that e4 one we just ended up with one big one big yeah because like you know? that was supposed to we were supposed to bubble out and i think at the beginning i think the reapers were on the right flank at the beginning if i'm right and we had to like um bubble out but the bubble turned into a line with two little lines at the side and it got yeah. a little bit hairy at that well, point it's because and then sorry go on yeah yeah no, no, go for it, yeah. yeah it's because the monsters like right you know um like mechanically the the monsters don't have that much room to to spawn again because there's only so much ground so because we were such a massive line and we did such a good job of bubbling out to find the objective point and then start push slowly pushing forward um the monsters were like obviously just spawning on top of us so it just kept the line fight going you know from both sides they just kept spawning on top of us so we were like Mm. you know it was that point where um it did start to get hairy like where our our bubble got very thin and everybody was needing some help and we were in that position where like um Nymeria and Damon were like back with like the people in charge being like you know going to each point being like how are you doing what do you need and everybody needed backup and there wasn't really backup and it was like when we were just what were the backup and Damon was like well, I'm the backup for for you guys, Whoa. and went over and was just like, you know, shatter, shatter, it, it, it shatter. was so good because it was as Damon turned up, as Damon turned up, a whole wave of monsters turned up as Let's well. <laughs> we had the ritual team on the front line. We had, you know, and then it was like just we. We had just enough to make a, a, a hasty line, mm. including the ritual team. Yeah, yeah, because if I and, can, yeah, yeah, if, if I can remember, then, go on. I was going to say, and then um, Navar, who had been holding the gate, mm-hmm. were able to come in. And again, it's a lot of people within Empire, I find, they they do that very military thing of, you see that element of the fight. You see that element of the fight. There are other elements that you don't see. And that's where, why the commanders need to stand at the back and assess and yes. they can't get stuck in. Yeah. Um, it's all about the bigger picture thinking. Yeah. And I mean, that was really, I, I really enjoyed because it, it was a completely different um completely different view this time. Like, like just yeah. like seconding and, and, and going up and down. And like you said, having a view of everything and uh, from what i can remember of that situation was we had yeah we had a lot of people a lot of like thin lines that, that were struggling so mm. you had you had to basically go to i had to basically go to all the all the dornish lances and be like okay and, and try to kind of coerce them to be like okay well you can go there and i knew that i couldn't be like oh yeah go help 
you know, go to the re- go to the other side and help the Reapers. So everyone was mm. like, so I remember saying, you going, oh yeah, we're, we're, we're struggling over here. So this person's pushed out too far. The, these people need more here. These people need more here. Everyone had, everyone needed more. And I didn't have any more. Yeah. <laughs> but I basically went up the line, kind of pushed, try to coerce everyone to like move, move right, move right, move right. And I knew no one was going to come onto your end. I was just like, well, once everyone's plugged sort of, then I'm running straight to that, that right hand with the Reapers. Yeah. And I'll go, I'll go yeah, smash something. Like, you, you were over at the right and then I was over at the left and we were trying to loop the left around so that we could actually encase everything with what we had in mind was we all knew the Reapers were thin over there and the only way we could actually help would be to loop everyone around and then it got to that point where it was just like a daemon just you you're the backup (laughs) and it it worked and you know we're really lucky that the um i will think of their name it's not the gilded horn it is uh i can't i can't remember who did the the withering gaze thank you sorry withering gaze where are they from what they're they're league league okay that they they are also another winter coven mm-hmm. within the league. Oh, that that makes sense. That's that's why I think I got confused because I thought you guys were doing the the ritual. Um, no, we were guarding the ritual team who were the withering gaze. Um yeah. and I'm I'm really glad I remember their name because mm. they are lovely, lovely people as well, and just really fun to play with. Um, so yeah, they were doing the ritual. We were just guarding them. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, it was it was very fun that fight. It was that was, very, that very was a fun. really fun fight. I, was, I enjoyed uh, it. Winning uh, also it was helps. Really good. You know, winning uh, and getting the job done it also helps you have a good time. <laughs> so, yeah, and not dying. <laughs> like yeah. you said, though, that was like the first experience I've ever had of actually knowing what was happening in every part of the fight. Um, mm. I, I I definitely failed a few times at the start because I, d- I kept getting. You know, I it's so tempting just to run in the front and fight. Yeah, I, and then, I tapped you on the shoulder a few times. Yeah, like... Damon came to grab Nymeria a few times and be like, you don't need to be in this fight. You know, and it's... I'm like, I feel like I'm walking away, but really I'm not walking away. I am um, knowing what's happening. <laughs> it's so tempting to be, especially when someone's like, oh, and there's like a literal gap there, you know, and they're like looking at you pleadingly being like, fill this gap. And you're like, I had strike down this time and I got halfway through the battle. I was like, I have not struck anyone down. So I need someone to strike down now. <laughs> it's, it is just that horrible thing though, of like, you are stood there and you're like, what, what, what can I do? Mm, yeah. And it's, you know, the field marshals do amazing, even when it goes that that sorry no. even when it doesn't go well yeah um they do an amazing job and it's, it's like a lot it, isn't it yeah it is i mean even with robin saying there you know we, we had a um you know it's it, seeing everything that was going on we only really had we only really saw what was going on from dawn's point of view obviously because yeah. because but you know we're a big na- we're a big nation so it's, <laughs> it's a good chunk of the field um but yeah like if you're on the field marshal seat then you know you've got to know what's going on the other side as well, you know? So that's obviously yeah. where your runners and information and just standing still really helps when you're the field marshal. Well, it, it was it was the fight for... The the fight where Dawn lost a lot of people. Um, <laughs> what, what one was that? I can't remember. E, 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 E3? Was <laughs> yeah. it E3 last year? Yeah. Oh, too soon? No, um, but that was interesting because I was in the main field. So I was hearing all these stories of how Dawn were up against it and stuff like that. And 
we sent people to try and help and we but on the on the actual field side we had the ritual that was going on so we had a group guarding the ritual team like as close defense we kept on having breakthroughs from the other ends of the forest so they were having to be guarded so there wasn't that many people who could have come to help dawn and it was like seeing it from that perspective going yeah i will say i will say i looked at that fight and went dawn are going to get screwed in the woods <laughs> yep. so... i literally went dawn are going to get screwed in the woods and i turned around to the field marshal when i said it'd probably be worth having a reserve force to go and help dawn when it goes to sh when it goes terribly um so how do, how do I, i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna blame i'm not gonna blame like anyone for like our our deaths um but no. like the, like what you're saying Dolly, like like the, the the people in charge knew that was the case that wasn't like the like dawn was dawn what like we were doing when we died mm. we were doing the job set out for dawn and it yeah. was that was most definitely uh what we were expecting like literally, yeah. literally the person who was field marshalling literally like um or no wasn't no wasn't field there was winter market field marshalling uh yeah. so that the person leading dawn that day who um yeah very much agreed with the plan put forward uh remember when it was time it wasn't even time in and he came up to him and went this is going to be rough. <laughs> is, I remember gonna, that so this, clearly. This is going to be rough. Um, and, and yeah, we, we knew we knew what the plan is. And obviously, because I was, you know, I was I was I was captaining, so I I knew, I knew and I said to everyone like, this is going to be like we are going to be in that woods on our own, mainly on our own, and it's going to be mm. rough. So um, it, that that whole part wasn't really from a from an out of character point of view. It wasn't any out of character screw up. That was definitely that was the narrative of that battle it, you know it yeah. was definitely the narrative of that battle and it was like i do believe whilst you guys were dying <sighs> no whilst you guys were dying um there may have been an interesting i think that's the interesting point where the bronze colossus came out of the woods mm -hmm. and uh, the people facing it were just the reapers and there wasn't that many of us in that fight did, what, did you manage to take it down? Was it taken down at all? We yeah. didn't. We didn't take it down, mm -hmm. but we held it up a little bit, and then the marchers came, pushed it back basically to Wintermark, and then uh, Wintermark and the marchers just pummeled it just from it, all yeah. sides. And I will say, I did hit it, and as I hit it, they said it's dead. I will say about 30 other people were hitting it at the same time, but I'm claiming it. It, it, it was all me. I think honest. it was Spark, yeah. yeah. You <laughs> no, heard it here, um... everyone. Spark took down the Colossus. No, there was so many people hitting it. It was just... By himself. Uh... No one else was on the field. It was just him and the Colossus. <laughs> he only had one that is, sword. That is what his, Mark's story is all about. His armor had fallen off. <laughs> yeah. that, is, that is... But... He, he, Falk wouldn't even tell tell the story that gloriously. Falk would have literally, actually, he, the way Falk told it was, oh yeah, yeah, I saw everyone pummeling it, so I leant over the back of someone with my axe and went hurt donk, <laughs> and that's what I done. Literally leant over the back of someone who was really close, hacking it down, and I just went donk, 
I mean, the the thing was pretty cool. I I do. I mean, it's it's pretty cool to see. Unfortunately, like, because when we the only time we saw it, because that, that was early on, because we pushed up the field to get in the woods, because that was always the plan to yeah. put us in the woods. Um, but it was it was near that. It was near the gate. It was near the breach, right? So it was that way that when we got to the breach, we started holding the breach, and it was just like wandering like closer and closer to us, and we're like, oh, <laughs> I hope it doesn't end up going towards us. Oh, yeah. so and that was the last we saw of it. That would have been a bad day in the office, a worse day in the office. I was going to say, it was a pretty bad day in the office anyway. Well, it, it was. It, it was like 48 dead is pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the way we died was, was just so cinematic and thematic for us anyway. I think it was better than getting pummeled by a colossus on the bridge. So, uh, yeah. You know, as bad as it sounds, it's... As you've said, you guys have com almost completed your character arc quite completed but sorry i am i'm literally talking for oliver here yeah no i, I yeah I, i've made it very I, obvious to everyone that i felt like yeah godric's art was done anyway so yeah god godric went out the way he d lived yes glory i i just think damon suits you the way you play damon is so it is so oh, good thanks, yeah. it's it was that just that interaction when it was, you know, Emily, Dan, who we were like basically bringing into the Reapers from Wintermark. And I just saw you ran over to you guys and went, hi, how's it going? <laughs> as, you know, as what are you doing here sort of thing. And yeah. then we went through the whole background with them and how we knew them, introduced them. And then the drinking started a bit later. At... <laughs> <laughs> when you're supposed to be doing thinky things in military camp it, it was in the was it in the field marshals meeting yeah that was yeah. field marshals meeting yeah field marshals meeting and we were sat there and you you were bringing us these shots that were had all the dry <laughs> ice in them um that just... I, I was so drunk in that meeting it was like so drunk and it was like you kept bringing more and i was just like well yes yeah, you this actually good yeah you were, you, were, I, I, you were done i was just like yeah more <laughs> i will i will say to everyone watching i every time i i i did ask do you want another one because i know robin did say no at one point and i was like cool there's it no got pressure. to the point where i was like going <laughs> it's really fun in military council oh, shit, i'm drunk <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah. When, when military council seems fun, you know you've had too much. Yeah. You're giggling on the sidelines. It it was that though. It was so. It was just felt right as well. Yeah. On, the, on again, I was saying this before we started stream. I don't drink to excess since I've taken over the captain role of the Reapers. I don't drink to excess on a Friday or a Saturday. Because I know I, my head needs to be in the right space for meetings and leading battles and stuff like that. So, because I don't want to be hanging for the battles. Because, you know, I'm generally wearing quite heavy armor nowadays. Mm. And it's, um, yeah, hot. And dehydration's a thing. Yeah. Which is why I carry a big bottle of water. Yeah, it's, it's that's... oh that that bottle of water of yours. Um, 
since then, literally yesterday, my dad messaged me. He was like, hey, what size was that water bottle that your friend had? Because I found some online. I'm going to get some because those were much better. And I was like, oh, I think it was this. He was like, right, I found like some really good ones. I'm going to order these. And they're also got red and black leather straps. So they're going to work for the kit. And I'm like, get you getting into it. <laughs> oh, that's uh, he really got got into it. Awesome! It was also doing the welfare checks on your dad as well throughout the. You're right. You having a good time? Just yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot oh, for yeah, Robin's lot. dad. Yeah, it was. Um, it was uh, because I mean I know I know you said you didn't you know do role playing games, but you did. You know you you're a gamer and you know you're, um, you stream video games. Um, you're um like ages with us you know so yeah. um but that the kind of the generation above and robin's dad had never really done like i think he played video games before but never written not really immersed in like the nerd culture likes likes nerdy stuff but not within secretively the likes nerdy stuff not yeah. so secretly now because we were telling the entire world about it but um yeah there was it was it was a it was a lot um and i think i do appreciate the amount of people like yourself dolly who mm. were just like so welcoming to him and did those checks and stuff to make sure because yeah it can be quite daunting and quite a lot you know mm. all at once <laughs> It, it was it was when we when we went shopping on the Thursday. Yeah, we, yeah, you got him and stuff went shopping. <laughs> it was, was that you want this shirt? Oh, that looks a bit thick. Yeah, look how loose the weave is though. <laughs> loose weave. <laughs> he wore that all weekend. That was him. Aeration, aeration <laughs> for all the body. That is uh, that's one that's one tip as well. Like when we talk about uh, what. Uh, event to come to obviously if you're keen to come to e1 definitely come to e1 but sometimes people go oh yeah which one uh do you know do i do i start with i think definitely your dad was a good example because he literally bought one piece of kit and that was pretty much him because it was so hot that he got away with wearing like um like khaki shorts because he looked because he was playing like a sailor and just just had the shorts with the shirt that he bought and his boots and that was that was it like it was yeah. in in car in kit and just with one piece of kit you know whereas in the winter events you, you kind of need more more than more layers so yeah it's uh, you know not to dissuade anyone because english weather be english weather we don't mm. know what april's going to be like yeah last year it was cold yeah it was real cold last yeah. year was cold e2 in uh june yeah well we had three hot events right this year we had three yeah we had three hot events yeah. right up until the sunday where we had a storm yeah during pack up and rain we had a storm every sunday didn't we yeah yep. right. like, it Actually, was every weird. single one yeah there were four four out of four events and we had a we had rain on pack down i think yeah so yeah it's for someone new yes there are ways you can you know, there are vendors and stuff there that you can buy more stuff from. But if you go prepared to be hot and cold, everything in between is a bonus. Um, so, yeah, I, I just think E1 of an evening will be cold. Yeah. Just yeah. accept that inevitability um, and it will more than likely be wet. Yeah. yeah. Um, Learn from my mistakes and eat something hot eat in the evenings. Yeah. Yeah, get you... something hot inside you learn from my yeah, mistake and eat yeah yeah, yeah that's well <laughs> <laughs> yeah eat, eating's being clever even though even though it can like if you can do it kind of in character as well sometimes it's good to have like go to the food vans because 
it's a little bit of an escape as well. You know, it, it can be a little bit of a, um, you know, because you, you have a little out of character moment and it's a little bit different from, from being in character mm. as well. But yeah, if you, a lot of the time what puts me off from going up to the food vans is the fact that it's a long walk from dawn and so it takes like an hour or so out of your game to you're also leaving a lot of the fires as well which can also Mm. like if you're if you are cold at night like it's quite nice to sit around a hot fire and eat something hot and you're still in character you're not missing out on anything and you're also looking after yourself i think uh, yeah yeah. still not gonna do it yeah i think i might organize i know i know um steve had a real good setup at his his spot um this year with with the fire and the food and things like that i think for our camp at least at e1 organizing something for the saturday maybe not the saturday night maybe the friday night of like cooking some cooking some stew or something like that over why not why not have a family night yeah yeah you know yeah we're just we definitely had because we we had a little even though it wasn't planned we had a nice little family moment on saturday didn't we we had like it just just so happened to be like just it was just all the all the group members plus maybe a couple of other people um and it was we had some nice but that was like e4 obviously um but i think that's always a good idea being like right okay we're all going to be in the same place which gives you you know it it makes sense that you've got the fire going because that's the that's the other thing as well sometimes you you get to your camp that's the problem we had when we were just like the two of us um we never really had a fire going because it's just like well we want to be off other places and there's no one around to watch the fire but when once you get you know if there's like 10 of you around in a certain area then you're like well it makes sense for us to have a big fire you know which gives you warmth as well at e4 i know that's one of the rules that dad ended up taking up a lot because he quite liked just sitting right down and listening to the conversation he ended up just setting the fire every night and just sitting there with the fire and i'm like that's what we need somebody who's there just you know keeping it going there's a fire there the summer warm and light come back to that's why you've got yo folk isn't it that's why you've got yo folk they they do the fire and you know tidy up the camp and stuff while you guys are off drinking and fighting and i love your folk (laughs) (laughs) yo folk or children that's that's where dawn have got it right use the yo folk or the children to clean the camp make the fires earn the money yeah and then just reap reap all the benefits. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's hey, how we're su- putting ourselves at risk out on that battlefield. Yeah, I mean, that's that's that is how it's supposed to work. I mean, the, the mm. obviously the the yo folk and noble part of the game is unique on the field. Um, so like, you've got to be got to be careful with it. You know, you've got to make sure yeah. that um, if you have yo folk, because in general, you know, yo folk don't have to listen to nobles in in general no. you tend to listen to the the ones in your own house um but even even then if you're like if you're in a house and you come in you play a noble you know you, you just got to make sure because people if they want to play like retainer types you know that they're obviously up for that game but you, you need a lot of like check-ins to be like hey look i know you're like waiting on me but are you you having fun you, as long as yeah there's a constant it's... like okay because you don't want to be like right let's go here because i need you to take notes for me you know it's just like are you okay if we do that if we do the the thing and you're okay to come and take notes for for me and then you can go into character you know that's the delicate balance you've got to have when you are in a role you you can't get carried away with your role it's easy to yeah, do it as to, well yeah. it's so easy to you know the amount of times that i've been on the battlefield and I've been like, right, I need you to go and punch this line. And 
there hasn't been enough aggression or sorry there has been enough aggression completely enough aggression but my little monkey brain goes no i said smash that line why is that line still there after half a millisecond yeah and it's it's just where that old military brain kicks in where i'm like and i constantly have to keep that in check of like this is a game just just chill your boots yeah you know it's that constant thing of like it's a game everyone's there for fun yeah if you start if i start acting like i used to act at work people won't enjoy it uh unless you've done a check-in well, say, people them. might do like the thing if, if people go look you know you are i mean that, that's why the units that's why when you know you have people who have um you know they got the groups and they got the units and then you're just like yeah because we know each other and we're like yeah that's my captain and i want to play that yeah subordinate that's fine you know well yeah and and so something that some people will notice is most of the ranking people or not ranking that's the completely the wrong word i understand what you mean though yeah <laughs> role, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the role holding people within the reapers mm-hmm. the main role holding people will always have or will always try and make sure they've got someone following them about mm-hmm. not not for any of that reason but it's for actual welfare because mm. when you're holding a role and you've got for Bolum, who was in military council, military council meeting, military council meeting, military council, politicking about military. I used to follow him around and be like, um, I'm hungry. Have you eaten? Yeah. Knowing full well he hasn't eaten because I haven't eaten. And if I'm hungry, he's hungry. He hasn't realized it. And he done exactly the same for me because yeah. he felt as though he had to look after me because it was my first time there. And he was like, oh. We haven't eaten, so we're going to take a break to go and get some food. Um, you know, Emily, both Emilys, my Emily and Emily, artist, smut Emily. <laughs> smut Emily. <laughs> right, so you've brought it up, okay? So. <laughs> <laughs> Robin's waiting, been waiting for ages for this. Right, right. Okay, right. Yes, yes, I brought up the smut. Uh-huh. Right, <laughs> because there's a whole other side of the reapers that I have been able to experience. The reapers smut okay. is incredible, and your artist for the reaper smut is incredible. I still have my little fart um little 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 um smut that I was gifted. <laughs> <laughs> I think I came across it the other day and I was like, what is Oh, it? yeah, you found your little Christmas face. I was like, What is like, this? Fuck. It's just fuck. Um, but, just fuck. No, Emily, Emily, who plays Bella, is amazing. Absolutely incredible, incredible artist. Um, all of her stuff's available in the field for in character coin. Won't take real person coin for it. In character coin. Uh, amazing. Come and see uh, Bella. She is usually walking around with Fark because she is basically the person who does welfare checks for me yeah. and goes, you need to eat food. Yeah. Um, and or she'll be at the camp or 
running around somewhere else helping someone else up because he's probably one of the most helpful people and really, really talented as an artist. Yeah, I, I will Has say. Smart Air have the full set of the um, <laughs> of the Reaper's Smut? Yeah. We do, we have the full set. It is there in our big communal tent. <laughs> yeah. I'm... If people want to have a little browse of it and then go find Bella on the field. <laughs> the, the unknown smut library of House Mortaire. It's turned into a smut library. There's so much there. <laughs> it's brilliant. I love yeah, it. I think that onion tent needs to turn into well, we've already talked about turning it into a, a gallery black anyway. curtain because we, we've got we've got we've got so many yeah exactly we could have a little black curtain as well for like we could have the art all around you know because we've got a lot we've got you know got tons tons of this type of art knocking about now um because we've got so many amazing artists i will say as well like i like i'm not an artist but i've you know i've i've over the years i've had you know i've commissioned art um and i've had close very close friends that are artists and mm. i don't think people understand the value um and the bargain you're getting from these artists for buying them for pretend money like go and go and get your art done of your character for pretend money because if you want you know if if you were to go and commission at, you know these types of talented people in the real world you might understand that what it's worth yeah you're getting a bargain <laughs> okay it, it, it's it's not just actually yeah it's not just art though that you can buy for in character money so there is a lovely lovely guy called memento mori mm -hmm. have you seen mori's brass work no no oh mori's brass work is exceptional i mean i mean actually give me a second i'll put it in the chat <laughs> there we go um the handmade brass skull ring is exceptional oh wow yeah that that brass ring for sale for in character money oh my gosh these are incredible yeah that's why uh quite a few of the reapers have now got the brass rings for some unknown reason but for sale for in character money i think i think it it, it was you know this is not a quoting me and mori hopefully will correct people but i think it was only about two thrones for one of those brass rings brass skull rings what yeah it's yeah, I mean, when you actually when you actually think about it, you're like, well, because you know, you can go and get some, go buy some cupcakes from Tesco or whatever, or you know, other supermarkets are available. Um, yeah, you can go to, onto the field and uh, sell those cupcakes. You know, yeah. you, you you spent you know a few quid on those cupcakes and then trade up to getting a piece of professional art or a you know professionally crafted piece like that you know <laughs> it's an absolute bargain i don't know why people don't do more of it or or the pizzas from wintermark i still have need to try have... the... no we oh, haven't done it yet God. i've heard it a lot i've not it. tried them mainly because the i'm even though i'm preaching here i'm usually poor at empire so <laughs> I, just... yeah. I, I don't know what you mean yeah i mean dying doesn't help i mean i wasn't i wasn't rich before dying definitely didn't help um no. uh, with with my finances either at empire but um it's it's a lot of the things a lot of the money we make ends up just going straight back into uh because because uh Stop, 
Scott's me. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're pretty. <laughs> also, we're, we're pretty. We're pretty ambitious people. You know, we're very virtuous citizens of the empire. Um, Nymerian Damon. So, uh, in in in, you know, even though they've only done one event, like any money is is going to our ambitions. So that usually means like, yeah, uh, paying for big rituals or paying for mercenaries or paying for lots mm. of other stuff. You know, <laughs> so the money I, comes I, in and out. I, I I I am very much the same. I am probably the poorest of the reapers mm -hmm. because i i can't because i'm busy doing stuff for the company i generally don't take on con i can't take on contracts to go and bodyguard privately mm -hmm. which is where other people can make money i can't go and do other activities where people can make money whereas almost every single other person in the reapers has got that ability to almost um so i get what I get from my welcome pack and what I get paid from the Reapers for fighting. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. But also because I am proper league, I, I, I spend that money probably quicker than it comes in. Yeah. Um, I dread to think how much money I would have spent <laughs> for our drinks at the wine bar and 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 star bar that was so worth at, it though that was and, worth and it and why the person didn't pay anything but like it was worth it oh, i didn't so. pay anything either <laughs> was, when we get to, went to go to the shots and you just walked in and went here we go he's paying and walked out i have no idea if you even knew who that was but i'm hoping they paid for us because we had a lot it, of drinks i'm pretty sure it, it was, was Lachlan, will it? yeah 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 it, it, will? It, it was will <laughs> but, okay. it was it was will it was will who who borrowed the money because he only had his drinking purse with him mm -hmm. from someone else and was like because oh, we've got a really good reputation with umbar you know um because it, it is you know correction it is now umbar's bar not star bar okay okay not not the star tent anymore but yeah umbar's um so yeah we've got a really good relationship he is a honorary reaper for want of a better phrase, mm -hmm. which is why there was that lovely picture of the Reapers at the last Reaper Ball, mm -hmm. and he's actually in the center of it. Yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we 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 got this lovely reputation with him, and he knows we're good for money. He owes us money, we owe him money, so on and so forth. But then it was when we walked into when we walked into Wise Guys. Never been into Wise Guys before. And Will, unfortunately for Will, he was in front of us. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, Will, you're buying our drinks. It was like, all right then. Yeah, I, I, know, I know that obviously it, will. it all it all happened organically and we were there, we were having drinks with friends and, you know, we, we, we know you, we know Will, our character and things like that. But, yeah. um, and, and it was really good game, but for establishing our new characters, I don't know if you understand how much of a... Uh, of a great thing that was for establishing like our new characters because obviously it was, it was the new characters and we were just like we wanted to play like i wanted to be just very dornish noble like very mm. very dornish noble um yeah and just going into a first time you know this character's first time in anvil heading into wise guys uh meeting the proprietors obviously i know the proprietors like yeah but 
as this new character and then getting you know going into the other bar and having drinks paid and sitting there that, that moment was... of those curtains getting lifted so we can move through to the other bar it's like oh my gosh oh my gosh <laughs> do, do you remember how that started <laughs> Dude, I, I was saw, I, so I, drunk at that point. I forgot about the bar until you mentioned it an hour ago, okay? Really? <laughs> God, were you, Robin? So, so it was that really funny moment of we were stood in Wise Guys mm. and um, we'd just been bought these beers. And it was really quite busy in Wise Guys. And I looked over and saw there was this rather empty bar behind this curtain, but there was a sea wolf sat in there. Mm -hmm. So I opened the curtain and went, what are you doing in here? Oh, yeah, this is the private bar. Okay, cool. Come on, we're going into the private bar. <laughs> and that's how we went in. And then um, the proprietor, proprietor of the wine bar went, oh, you'll need to buy some wine if you want to be in here. We we all had, like, tankards at this point. And I went, well, we need to buy some wine. Buy some wine. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Cause you need you need to buy wine. The, the idea is you if you're in there, you you're drinking wine. So yeah. So I, I so drank Will wine bought... for both of us, Robin. Don't worry. <laughs> so <laughs> Will bought us a bottle of wine, and he went gone through the list and was like, "Well, what do you think we should get?" And I went, "That one." And he went, "That's the most expensive one." I went, "You said what one?" You know, I I don't know, just wine. <laughs> <laughs> so we ended up buying not the most expensive one, but one of the mid-range wines yeah and then we had salt come in with uh we had salt come in with it was tom wasn't it mm -hmm. tom and oh gosh oh yeah yeah we, tom and ian tom yeah. and ian came yeah, in yeah yeah oh yeah as well and then salt started buying the wines mm -hmm. <laughs> i was like and after he gave me, he saw I was drinking red wine, so instantly took that off of me because yeah. I have a little problem where it makes me really, really drunk. Uh, so he gave me half a half a bottle of mead instead, yeah, yeah. as opposed to the half a glass of wine that I was drinking. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was ginger wine. It was lovely. Yeah, I think I think going back to what you said earlier, that was at the moment where because obviously we'd already done the whole. Uh, military council had been and gone on that Friday night and we knew we were fighting on the Saturday and obviously um, I didn't know what that we had a great time um, you know it's testament to our friends who are like generals and that like mm. embraced us back into that game obviously you, yourself as well being the military council obviously they, someone came up to me and was like oh yeah would you you know would you second to lead dawn tomorrow and I'm like that's awesome but then obviously at that time of night you're like Okay, I'm having great fun, but like literally tomorrow I've got actual things that I need to do. So it's a difficult balance because you're sat there, you're like, I should go to bed because I have responsibilities tomorrow. But also, this is a game and I'm on holiday and I'm having fun. So <laughs> Yeah, it, it, and it was that really lovely evolution of that whole thing of where mm. we were sat there in character talking, talking, talking. And then it just went, like hit about one o'clock and without actually anyone noticing it was about one o'clock it went into out of character conversation it and did, it was just yeah. a group yeah. of friends having a chat and that was beautiful lovely and then it was about half two where us three turned around and went we should probably get to bed <laughs> we're all fighting with actual responsibilities <laughs> tomorrow <laughs> and it's 2 30 in the morning and we're hey pissed. we won hey hey we like, won. okay <laughs> Okay, so so um, you know we we won, we did the thing, we did a good job of uh, 
of helping lead our nation. Imagine how good we would be. That's how good we are. That's, that's, how, how that's, how, that's, we that's, are. that's what we do when we're hungover. Can you imagine? <laughs> imagine what we'd be like if we. Was... <laughs> it, it was all. And again, this is that real sort of friendship thing as well. Of like during that battle, it was the. Yeah, I need this over here. Have you got some water? Do you want some water? <laughs> <laughs> it was like doing those welfare things of like, this is why I carry the big bottle. Have water because yeah. it was bloody hot. It, yeah, yes. like the the when uh, the person was like leading Dawn was like, uh, since we had like a quiet moment, he was like, right, okay, the next um, order to hand out is go up and down the line, remind every single person to take a drink of water because we now have a space. We've got a bit of time here. Everyone take a drink of water. And it was just looking after each other. I found that quite difficult. You know, when you are taking that bit of responsibility where you're telling people what to do in a game where, like you say, you don't don't have people don't have to listen to you. So you you do have to be quite a good people person. Yeah. You know, because Mm. you don't have that like, oh, no one's telling you, right, this is your job listen to this person, you know? So Mm. it's like it's it was telling people to be like, hey, you know, we're, we're line fighting remember you can like rotate out to have a break you know type thing yeah. so like approaching like all these units being like hey you know like it's you know if you want to rotate out that's cool and they're like yeah we're doing it i'm like okay it's, it's cool <laughs> so, 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 if you haven't had water already remember this is a, this will be a great time to have water you're doing great you know i love you <laughs> see you later <laughs> <laughs> It's it was that really funny thing because E4 was exceptionally hot, mm. and I was wearing obviously the gambeson and my uh, brig plate. Oh yeah, that's that's a really cool piece of piece of armor. That I, I, I love so it, cool. absolutely love it. But it is still, yeah. So it, it, it is a chunky heavy boy, yeah. which isn't too bad mm. when you're wearing it. Um, but what? <laughs> What was really funny is the rest of the Reapers were fairly lightly armed. The Reapers who we had there were fairly lightly armed. And, um, you know, it's that they were pouring water on themselves and stuff like that. And there was me and Bolam going, we can't, we'll rust. Don't want to rust. Can't, can't deal with rust under. So there was this lovely, lovely point where we were walking back up to our camp to go and strip off our armor after a really successful battle. Yeah. Uh, you know, we performed the objective and stuff like that. And I never realized how steep the hill in League is. That is a yeah. steep no, hill. No, it is. It's, it's... Until after that battle, and I'm wearing full plate, and both myself and Bolam were like, stop. Ugh. And apparently one of the other reapers just looked behind them and just saw us two both at the same time go and just slog up this hill the last little bit of effort of like as soon as we're up this hill we can take the stuff off yeah because you can't even undo it to let air in because as soon as you undo it it hangs wrong and it doesn't feel comfortable and it feels up. heavier if you're carrying it in your arms as well. So yeah. it's like that weird thing of you take it off so you feel a bit of relief, but then you've got to carry it. The rest tell you of what, the way. as yeah. well, like people say this, and I think there is there is definitely um there's, there's definitely like truth to it because you get that kind of thermos effect that 
you know, when you're so um, covered, obviously you get a little like microclimate going on mm. in here. Because I, fa- I found that before. And when it's hot outside, it's fine if you get hot and it's cool outside and then you let everything out and you're like, oh, it's cool. But if it's if it's hot outside, you know, and then you're like, oh, I need to take this off. You're probably mm. not going to cool down because you're literally just any kind of cool air that was trapped in there generated by sweat, right? Is, is 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 you literally open up you're like oh i'm gonna take all this hot clothing off and you're probably gonna get even hotter you know because then, then you've got the sun beating down on you then without color yeah. you know so well what i found was one i soaked my gamberson mm-hmm. under the tap before i put it on because mm-hmm. that then basically made a little bit of an ice cooler which yeah. worked for a good 10 minutes solid 10 minutes that made me feel cool um and then I just soaked my shirt before putting it on. Yeah. And it was so hot at Empire that as that evaporated, that just took all the heat away from my body that I was basically cooking myself for. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was mad how hot it was for September as well. Like it was so, it was so hot. You know, it was the hottest one of the year being the September one. That was, it was, it was crazy. Um, Taking yeah, bets like now, he... snow in April. Might snow in April. Like E3 was really hot as well because I remember E3 like taking my my shirt off and putting it under the hose and putting it back on and doing that multiple times and it was just wasn't working. Yeah, E3 E2 was there was a lot of heat stroke uh, going on at E2 because um, mm. that was the thing, wasn't it? Like Robin, you pretty much got like hypothermia E1 and then heat stroke at E2. Oh, it was E2 that I was talking yeah, about. No, no, yeah, it yeah, was E2. E2 it was, really was hot, the yeah. one that was bat- that was like because obviously E3 was the one we died, but the e- E2 was the one that we got like it, you got crazily hot after that battle. Um but a lot of people were struggling, a lot of people were struggling. We we were you know what we you know what helped obviously was was uh being more of a command situation actually. Uh then E2 where we were like front light fighting just going full ham all the time you know at least when you are in a bit more of a um you know you're more of a that that role when you have a role where you're like backing up and looking at what's going on you're not constantly just doing this like sprint of like "Ah, fight 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 you know you're mainly standing around looking and talking to people you know and it is more mentally draining than physically draining and you you fill your throat the next day and oh yeah, I, yeah, you you got to I mean, I, I I think if you I think coming to actually Empire in general, like there's a lot of public speaking, obviously, an Empire, even if it's not just directly to people who are, you know, actively listening to you are going to be doing a lot of like, speaking outside. Yeah, to a lot of people. Um, it's probably worth practicing that a little bit. Um, yeah, because a lot of people sometimes you can hear them on that battlefield and they don't quite know how to to. to yeah, you can hear voice. people like shouting from their throat, yeah. sort of thing. You're like, oh, that is going That's to be, be sore. so sore. <laughs> I, I am a big gut sucker for that. I will yeah. always shout from my throat, yeah. and I will just keep on going. And which is why, when it comes to monstering, I'll be like, nope, not taking any command. I'm just going to not because I know I've got meetings. And <laughs> I forgot we end up monstering that we died next to each other, didn't we? we? Did. That was fun. Yeah, <laughs> that was it was. Fun. Yeah. It was it, it. It was that. You know, it was a shame that Aaron L and Godric died, but they seem to be cursed. Heat stroke you know cold you know <laughs> then they died no injuries well, no injuries at e4 just saying 
Oliver did say that at the start of E3. He was like, right, so you got hypothermia E1, you got heat stroke <laughs> E2. What are you going to get E3? Well, I died. <laughs> you, you, you died. Well, you also you also had a bit of a moment in the monstering as well, didn't you? Oh, so I you also leave monstering early because I got early. stabbed in the throat. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so, it's always something. Yeah. <laughs> Nymeria was fine. <laughs> again it's like that lovely phrase weird biffle alad of fate is inexorable mm -hmm. things happen for a reason you don't know them at the time yeah. it's you know uh, but again it's i love these new characters they are so and they're very fun to play with oh thanks well i mean it, honestly I'm like me, yeah like you know having like friends like yourself um coming in what's exciting about i know you haven't done it yet, but what's exciting about creating a second character when you've played for a while is that i was like right cool i i can actually have like connections i can cut because you can actually you actually come in hitting the ground running with a new character you know uh, it's like you'd be like especially if you're like if you've got like you know a good time to figure it out and be like i know like dying halfway through an event and then coming with a second character might be a bit clunky but for this character you know i you know like mm. i was messaging you a few other people that i was like yeah like I, I literally sent my backstory to a load of people and was like yeah hey yeah. this is my backstory so when you see me in the field do whatever you want with it basically you know and just be like look you know you you, you can be like oh hey you know like th this this character has been in the world for a while and i knew because having played for a couple of years being like right I kind of know how to make a character that's going to fit in this world straight away, you know. So having people like you being like and taking that up and being like, oh yeah, you know, you know, we, we you know we have this history and things like that, and um, mm. it really made it a great it, character it, to play. It was it was really funny because obviously the the two different ways you two went about it actually was very in character <laughs> as well. So <laughs> I got this message from Oliver. With like a Google Doc with like the this is my history. I want to do this. How can you slot in? So I wrote this lovely little story, a very brief thing about how how Damon and Fark knew each other. And I, I was like, how how do I write this? The only way I can do it is write it in character from yeah. the perspective of and I because I, I can't I couldn't do the list thing. Whereas Robin sent me a message, was like, "Yeah, I want to know you. Uh, what, what can we, what can we do?" I was like, "Yeah, I'll just say we're, you know, we're drinking buddies. Cool, cool. Yeah, and it was like, really efficient spreadsheet. You know, this, 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 this. Yeah, we get drunk. Cool. We made a cool story up about a boot." <laughs> And then it was just so, it was so in character as well. And I didn't realize how in character that was at the time. And it's like then meeting the characters for the first time, like in person, having met the characters in history. Mm -hmm. um, it was just so fun to play with. And also it's like, Damon's quite straight laced. So how can I push that to the limit? Yeah. Oh, he. Let's come in for a cuddle. Hey! <laughs> you know, the little... So everyone, quite often when people talk about LARP, they're like, oh, I let my little Chaos Goblin out. Mm -hmm. um, it's a chance for me to let my Chaos Goblin out. For me, 
it, it, I hold mine in a lot more at LARPs than I have in real life. In yeah, real life, I, I am much yeah. more Chaos Goblin. I will occasionally I'll, it will slip out and I'll be like, what can I do? You know, someone was talking about this magic competition once and I went, we could just send someone in with a mass weakness. <laughs> that would be really funny. <laughs> mass weakness. I win the magic competition because I can also use swords. Um, so, you know, and I was like, that would be hilarious to do. So I said that out loud and they got really upset with me suggesting it. And it was, but I, I, me, Dolly found that hilarious, that whole idea of how can we mess with the system? That there are other things that have happened, which I won't talk about that (laughs) I have got involved with just to mess with things because I think it's funny. Yeah. Um, I think that's quite glorious. It's just winning at any cost. (laughs) Winning? No, it's not even winning at any cost. It's just, just if you can catch someone with something that isn't illegal, isn't you know unvirtuous, and is just rather funny. So it's no, I can't actually. Nope, that's not. (laughs) something i can actually talk about um <laughs> but yeah so open uh, up that bottle of wine <laughs> no 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 this is not something i'm i can talk about it's um to do with something that is ongoing game so yeah I, yeah. yeah 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 uh like i mean it, it was quite fun messaging people to um get characters sorted the, the way that i kind of went about it was i had um people that I was like comfortable with because mm. it took me a long time to actually feel like comfortable and safe and, and going around because you are spending a full weekend with all these people. Yeah. So I was like, okay, these are the list of people that I've made connections with as RNL, but it's actually because I'm really, I feel comfortable and safe with these people. Yeah. So I'm going to make sure that those are already there so that when it comes to the first event, this new character, I've got these connections with these people. So it is organic, it's in character, but then out of character, I've got people I can just go and role play with and yeah. it's not weird. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know who you want to play with. Like, like, like I said, I sent a load of, you know, uh, backstories Spreadsheets. out Spreadsheets. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. Um, but by the way, you know, it's 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 a little bit of a... Because uh, so, Robin will freak me out and be like, oh, I'm all organized. What have you done? I'm like, oh, crap, I need to do his stuff. And then I'll do something. And then I'll later, then pe- the people will lay back to me and be like, oh, God, you were really organized and you did all this and you were, you were really efficient. I'm just like, that's not how Robin made me feel, you know? <laughs> but yeah, you, you know, like, I you know, I sent out things to people that, I enjoy playing with or people that you know I haven't had so much game with and I would mm. like game with but yeah they were people that I knew you know and I was like oh yeah this is a good also that you know and there was a few people I I sent uh stuff to that were in like either nations or parts of the game that I haven't been a part of that I would like to be a part of and be like oh this mm. is a good like in for me because so because that's it when you first start you're like there's no I would like to have a look around high guard but there's no reason for me to walk into high guard whereas if you yeah if, if you have been in the game a while and you have friends in the game someone who's in a part of the game that's in high guard that you like oh well this is easy i just like make my backstory with you who's in high guard and then i've got an excuse to just walk up to high guard and be like yo you know let's talk about this thing you know that was, yeah. that was my thinking so it yeah. worked out well i think yeah i i think that is a brilliant way 
I think it was a really good idea. I I also think staying where you were was also a really good idea because you'd only just sort of found your feet with the group. And yeah, yeah. yeah. It, so that all made complete and utter sense. Mm-hmm. Um, however much we did want you in league because fabulousness. Um, well, I'm sorry, but I think the Crimson Reapers need to just... So you've already admitted it, that it's a really big hill to walk up. If you just move your camp down... Oh, it would be... We're oh, already in the right colour scheme. And we'll wait, just have a little, you know... It, again, that is one of those... We need to build up that connection more. I still need to tie down Nick to drag him over to House Mortaire to come and say hello. I've managed to drag a few of the Reapers over to come and say hello. You have. To, to House Mortaire. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, we'll, we'll need a, we need an in-character, like, big reason uh, for maybe a big gathering, but... Like um, a curse. Uh, like, 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 uh... Oh, give me uh, uh, at some point in the future of after the Reapers Ball, probably uh, I may have a reason for that because obviously we've got our big winter mm-hmm. uh, celebration yeah, thing celebration. at Winter E One. Yeah, w- winter's going to be winter's going to be good because yeah, we're we're a very wintry group as well. So I'm I'm looking forward to um. So, but that would you know if. Yeah, I'll I'll have a chat to a few people and we'll see if we can. We've we got a lot of in character stuff to to talk about at the um at the player event. Um, yeah, yeah, at we, the re- yeah, Reapers Ball. Yeah, exactly. Ball. I'm looking forward oh, to that. Cannot wait for Reapers Ball. I I am I am looking forward to that because I think yes, I'm going to be going in with the role. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not going to sort of. So I'm not going to be getting drunky drunk as I did last time. So, so does that yeah. mean we are not going to see Arabella at Reaper's no, Rest? No, <laughs> she probably won't be coming out because I, I will probably just be wearing my day day mask, mm-hmm. which which is just a skull, basically, you know, half skull. Mask. I like your day mask; it is quite cool, actually. It's a cool aesthetic. <laughs> I, I, I've got the day mask, half, half skull, and then I've got the fighty mask, the gold and black. And then I've got Arabella, the 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 party mask for party animal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally party animal. I like um, it. I need a mask for Nymeria though, because like I've been yeah. looking at masks, and I've actually found inspiration for a mask that looks really cool. And I'm going to attempt to make it. I thought you already got some. I ordered four. I'm just yeah. really indecisive. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. At this point, it's going to be just all of them. Well, like I wanted one like on a stick that I can like hold up. Uh, that very Venetian style. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, "Is that going to be annoying holding it up?" The I, whole time? I would say, I would say yes. Uh, you wouldn't have to hold it up the whole time, mm. but it would be anno- uh, It would probably get annoying quite quick. Um, that's that's the issue because I'm like the the ones that actually attach to your face. I I worry about it like rubbing against like my makeup and things but maybe i should actually speak to some league players who wear a lot there and be like hey what do you do to to combat that yeah um so yeah uh again uh, i'm not the one to ask well what i i say i say this i had to modify my arabella mask because apparently i've got a massive nose so i had to cut out the bottom of the arabella mask because it was really annoying on my massive honk so was, <laughs> you know yeah. um so yeah it's a mask but again i'd never worn makeup well i'd never sorry applied makeup to myself 
until E4, which your I makeup went... was was cool at E4. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I liked I, it. I, I very much appreciated the makeup. I thought that was a nice aesthetic, especially for the as as I was saying, the My Chemical Romance phase of fuck. You know, he 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 is definitely going through his oh no the black plateau phase. Um, It worked though; it looked really good. It was a really cool aesthetic, and it just added that extra little little bit to him. Like you know, oh, what's brought this upon? Yeah, again, not many people know, or not many people said anything. But again, it was it was there. I and I felt happy with it, and I was like, cool. This was quite nice. I didn't bother putting it on for the Sunday after Monstream because I had way too much that I needed to do because I still hadn't got a contract for the Reapers for <laughs> on the Sunday. And yeah, God, that was that was a nightmare because I don't know if anyone else felt this, but it felt like there was next to no money in the field. It was it was Yeah. The field the field felt very dry. No one was willing to put their hands in their pockets and you know. Yeah, I don't know, maybe it's because end of end of year or something like that, and people were just like looking looking towards the uh trying to get stuff done, rituals done and things like that, and we're probably spending a lot. I'm not entirely sure, but the the Wayne's market had a massive crash mm-hmm. from what I've been told and you know money things money 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 (laughs) politic things i (laughs) again this is what i mean i'm so in the small unit military game Mm -hmm. i'm not i'm nowhere near interested in doing the general stuff doesn't interest me can't do the quick maths can't can't do the sat down listening to people talk I, i can't do that it's not Oh, it's not Fark. Fark gets bored of people talking, so we'll just stand up and walk off if walk people off are talking too bring, much. Bring other people drinks. That's yeah. <laughs> I will stay and stand and listen to the things that mm-hmm. are important yeah. for a small unit tactics. Yeah. So it's like I stayed for the lances meeting mm-hmm. because I was like, I'm not. I'm I'm fighting under a Dornish field marshal, and they're the ones who are obtaining the objective that we've got to get our ritual team to so i need to know what their role is well i mean information is very very powerful like it's um yeah i mean it, it it's everything you know and, and you will mm. get information you need for like leading a unit at those field marshal debriefing and your nation's debriefing mm. they will literally tell you hey these are the targets look out for this look out for look, look out for that the information is there you know and a lot yeah. of people a lot of times people don't show up to them and um then there's confusion on the battlefield and people go oh yeah what are we supposed to do in on oh yeah what what's that and it's like well the, the information was there <laughs> was there yeah i uh, see cuz i will get all the information and again my love of the reapers continues that one of the reasons i love them is no one generally cares where we're going, who we're fighting, who yeah. we're fighting with. That's like, most of the field, by the way. Like most of the yeah. field are just there, and they're, they're there for the weekend. They're just like, "Cool, we're going to fight tomorrow." Cool, and they don't. They don't, sometimes they don't even know where they are. You know. So. Yeah. And but but because of their, they don't really care. Just tell me who we're fighting with, who, what we're doing, and that's all we care about. What we're doing, who we're fighting with. Right. We take, okay. They take orders from me or my sergeant, 
They don't take orders from anyone else. Even the contract holder will go up to a Reaper and be like, oh, can we can we get you to do this? And they're like, we don't know who you are. Go and speak to him or fornicate off. That's the, the yeah, you I know. Mean, that, that's effective. That's the thing. And I like, you know, you, you can't. You know, I'm not going to say, oh yeah, everyone should work that way because you know that's just not that's just not the game. You know, people no. play the game they want, but it is effective that way. Like it was, way, it was way more effective in in Dawn for me to go and basically speak to people as there because we had like we, everyone kind of stuck to the idea of we have lances which are our like you our small units, um, and then the lances clumped together to work together in like wings. So we had you know these these big big units, and it was way easier for me to speak to people as groups rather than individuals because the problem is you walk up to a group of people if i just say oh you know and i say their lance name it's way easier you know than if i speak to one person because one person is going to be like wait who are you what no we're no we're doing this we're doing that i can just be like hey this this lance uh here's the information goodbye and i can just walk turn around and i'm like you can do that information one but if i'm speaking to one person i'm not entirely sure who that person is either you know i'm like you kind of look like you're in charge or you're shouting the loudest and maybe you're in charge of this land so i'll speak to you and then Mm. i don't know whether that information has just been wasted or not you know yeah again it's that small units work small units as part of a bigger unit it's almost as if the army works in sections then platoons then... <laughs> yeah <laughs> right. it's right. almost as yeah. if it works like that yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. That, that's the issue that we definitely have in the bigger nations like D- dawn is very bad for that like there's it's what everyone go they have these lances which are usually made up of like a couple of house groups and mm. then they all come together well oh, we're part of this lance we're part and then the lance gets like huge you know you end up a hundred people in this lance and it's then just a blob of bodies you know and and one end of the lance has no idea what the other end of the lance yeah. is, is, is doing mm-hmm. and then it's not a lance anymore it's so that's why we've been trying to like break it break it down and be like okay because it's like you said it's way more effective to have yeah to put for if if, if i'm going to go to one wing and be like hey you know here's the information you know we're getting hammered over here then that's up to the person who's in charge of the wing to say the lance commanders okay well we need someone to go over there and help those people and then the the lance commanders can then be like oh yeah we can go do that and i'll tell my lance that we're going to do that mm. so it trickles down instead of one person being like hmm, you over there you you guys need to move over here you know because the people aren't going to listen to that at all yeah i i will say dawn's very sword and bawdy though isn't it Sword and body, heavy armor. Oh, no, yeah. 100% yeah. we're heavy. Yeah, 100%. So, no one would you, deny you know, that. Yeah. perfect, perfect line fighters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I mean... Earlier you were saying cavalry, but you've got, you're too many numbers to... Oh no! Yeah, no. We, we can we can hold a lot. Like we said, we can hold a line and we can push it. Um, it's just we're not we're not the we're not the marchers and we're not wintermark. Like we're like that they they, no. they we don't have formations that like no one goes right. No. Let's get into a formation. We are like I, I've described this before as like a a swarm of of killer bees. You know what I mean? There's you can't like they, they work well as a group because that's why they're a swarm. But trying to push them into a shape is freaking impossible. You just have to go. You know, you, you just have to, um, you know, go. All right, there's the enemy. Bat the bat the hive, and then go, then run, and then hopefully they attack the thing that's in front of them. Mm. <laughs> I think that's that's kind of how Dawn works. It, it would be cool though to see Dawn work as a line. But what you do is you have two of your uh, sort of what are they called? Little 
little units. Lances, yeah. Lances, lances. yeah. yeah. That's, that's what I mean. That they're supposed to be small. That's why they're, they're, yeah. they're supposed to be lances. But if, yeah. if, you, if you worked like as multiple heavy lances with mm-hmm. swords and boards, and then you were to just have two lances or mercenary groups, you know, so you've got, at the moment, Dawn has got the... Uh, Oh, no, we have, oh, we have gosh. A, yeah, we, we have a lot. Yeah, you, of, you've uh... got a hefty. You've got the sea wolves. You've got the um, what are they called? What are the budgeries called? Uh, oh, why can't I think of the budgery guards' names? Budgery guards. Um, the other mercenary group led Jack, by Tom. Jackdaws. Jackdaws. That's the one. Higher. You got the Jackdaws. You got the <laughs> sorry, puddle puppies, the budgery guards. <laughs> Uh, the Reapers, and I think there is one other who I'm forgetting, and I feel terrible if I am, mercenary groups within Dawn. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, You've got the Heavy Pikes of the Puddle Puppies. Uh, Again, a lovely group, really, really effective, really cool unit for a small unit. You've got the Budgeries, who... They're lovely, lovely people. Really, really chaotic good. Mm-hmm. But if you were to use those as skirmish forces to punch out lines, yeah, you know, if you just split a lance very briefly and then you chuck through the league mercenaries, that could be a really, really, really efficient sort of. Yeah, because those mushroom groups—they are really good at just doing that that punch through things, just to let mm. everyone else we're, just. Yeah, I mean, Dawn are pretty good at because we, we ne- we're not static like Wintermark no. uh, can can be, and and the marches because because we're, we're not we're 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 way more fluid than that. So if it we was need the to push punch, that you guys done on, oh the pu- push that you guys done, I can't remember which battle it was, but it was like being on the Wintermark. Sorry, on the monster side, um, and just there was just this swarm coming towards us it was like that's what i mean yeah not stopping yeah that's what i mean we're, we're more like the cavalry because we, we once we get because we need momentum it's like dawn yeah. becomes very ineffective when we start stopping and moving backwards like mm. we, if we're moving I, I, backwards we, we become very because we fold very quickly that's what i mean so if you have like a line of wind the way the wintermark do it and, and dawn probably probably the um probably the league as well and urizen they're very they, they will you know they'll come as a unit they can push um, and, but then when they need to start moving back, they can move back. Um, mm. Dawn, Dawn need that mo- as soon as, like horses, like as soon as they're not very good at running backwards. As soon as they, they, if we're going forward and we have momentum and the brief as well, because we're very, we're, we're a, we're a nation of like individual, it, it, like yeah. the houses are very individuals and heroes within those houses are very mm. individuals. So being like, let's all line up and wear the same thing is not very Dawnish. Yeah, not, not very Dawnish, no. We're more like, we're more like, you know, the Avengers at the end of Endgame. We're just like a load of individual heroes that have been just plumped together and then they're yeah. like, Avengers assemble! And then we <laughs> use the we use the momentum of the energy to go. But then as soon as, because, you know, this is how we died, basically, like, as soon as we start going, oh shit, we're on the back foot, we're not very good at, at going backwards because as soon as we start going backwards then it's 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 not good for us you know yeah because yeah. i think that was the the battle um you were talking about when we all like went through the field like at a real alarming rate i'm mm. pretty sure that was one of the last times that we fought like with navarre because i remember um clearing the field in like seconds because navarre went through the woods and we went through the field and i just remember being like 
wow, we are not stopping. Like, <laughs> do they know we're not stopping? Because it doesn't feel like we're going to stop. And, and Normally, the nation we stop can do here. that, but it's just that we <laughs> we we default to that. I think that's yeah. that's our default like uh, tactic is is going is is just going full ham. But then when we're we're not going forward, that's when things go very wrong for us. You know. Yeah, yeah. But again, it's that really cool thing though of every nation has their own amazing agenda i'd love to fight with varushka just saying i'd love to fight they with are varushka. fun to fight with yeah, yeah they're varushka. terrifying yeah yeah varushka are really really fun um the um Urizen are are they've got some really good units in there that will fight like dogs um the the brass coast in like this year compared to last year i'm not not like um yeah i'm not i'm not i'm not criticizing the year before what i'm just saying that this year in particular i've noticed that the brass coast are like very underrated as a nation of fighters uh because they have been um yeah that they've been killing it every single battle last year they absolutely killed it you know that that that, yeah they they i will say every nation is exceptional and again the 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 pat pant wetting joy that i had of watching the marchers bill hook line march forward front rank kneel and the archers over the top as soon as that front rank was kneeling and then they stonked in yeah that gave me pant wetting joy at e4 on the sunday yeah. and i was a monster and it was like that has made me so so happy. I don't think I can fight anymore. No. I, you know, I am spent. <laughs> bring, bring me, a, bring me a new Yagara. This one's done. Yeah, um, that's the type of thing I mean. Though I don't, I'd like that that type of. Um, that doesn't uh, work with Dorm. It, no, it, and it's it's not that is not a um, yeah. It's maybe a weakness if you look at it a certain way from Dorm, but it's it's just it's built from the bottom up from our brief yeah. as well. Like our brief is very much. Um, yeah, we, we are, we're very, even though we're, we have houses, we're very individualistic. Mm. Um, you know, we, we want to be individuals within that, within our own, within our own house. And even like, if you go to, it's difficult to gauge what Dawn as a nation feels about something. Like it, 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 it would be scary if Dawn did get organized into doing it, not individually, you know, the, the, the amount of time, the, the, the amount of times I've heard for glory and then yeah. watch one person on their own go in and get absolutely decimated. And then we have had to send a fighting force in to go and retrieve that one person. Yeah. It's like, yeah, <laughs> that's the wrong is, time to run it for glory. That's not glorious. <laughs> it, it's like, uh, <laughs> with the virtues in mind, wisdom. Yeah. Wisdom. Yeah, I mean, um, glory, glory is about legacy, and if your legacy is that you were the idiot that ran off and, and died for no reason, yeah, it's <laughs> we, you know we 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 were holding a rearguard action on on the Sunday, and people kept on pushing forward individually to mm. I don't I, I don't know what they were trying to do, mm. but you know we were just holding rearguard, and then we had to go and save people then because someone had run in to save them on their own they ended up going down as well so we're now saving two slope. people yeah and it was like if you just give us a few minutes to actually reorganize and yes work out what's going on yes. we would have actually just pushed forward as a unit mm -hmm. push them back what we actually needed to do is make sure that if we pushed forward we wouldn't get outflanked ourselves and then that one casualty turns into 
you know, 12 casualties. It's, you know, you, you've got to have that mindset. And yes, running in and going and save someone is beautiful, amazing. Sometimes you got to cut your losses. You, you, you do, <laughs> you do, and everyone's got to be in the same page. Sometimes you have to gauge it um, mm. because there have been times, where, yeah, where someone goes down and you gauge it, and you're just like, not everyone's on the same page here. Because yeah, we could, if we all just walk forward, yeah. you know, uh, we we can do it. Um, like that that night skirmish we did at E4 in 2022. Mm. That's what that happened there. A few people went down, and basically it was literally a matter of just like, well, if we all walk forward. Um, then we can go get them. But everyone, you just sense the energy of the Imperials was just defeated. Like it was just, yeah. the, 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 if one or two of us run in, people aren't going to follow us. Whereas when we did that skirmish that you led, Robin, uh, the the first one, you know, and people were going down, but we got into, we were in such a rhythm that we were moving backwards. We were oh, like, oh yeah, that first so skirmish, down, people did go down. Forward, you know, and we just and went, yeah, we were just like, forward. yeah, no one is, I'm not having a yeah. single casualty. Because <laughs> we had loads of times, so we were like, move forward, ba bum, like, and then we'd get that person up and then we'd start moving backwards again. And then someone else would get entangled and then we'd go down. And then the entire group was like, no, no, but bang over the top of them again. And it was, but you could just feel the energy. Yeah. It was just like, if we all go, we're all going to go. But sometimes that's not the case. Sometimes people are like so tentative that you're like, no, if I run in, I'm going to die. <laughs> so I'm it's, it. it's also you've got to make that calculated decision of, oh, right. So I've got to run forward 20 paces. Oh, doggo. <laughs> um, I've got to run forward 20 paces. I can guarantee the five people next to me will run forward those 20 paces with me. But then what happens is they've got you you run forward with five people they've got 20 people yeah all they do is they just wrap around you, wrap you, you. and yeah. it's you just see it happen so often oh my gosh so adorable <laughs> um you just see it happen and again i think i i genuinely think that dawn would be the most formidable force if it wasn't for that individual individuality if it was just a if they were to form a shield wall and just stonk yeah. and just keep on stonking sometimes the... we do like and that's what i mean it's it's a little bit like yeah. the avengers it, it's all like we all have our own comic book though that's the problem yeah. it's just like you know we, we, we'll do it sometimes for you know a a, a crossover special you know and we'll yeah. be like hey you know let's all work together but then a lot of the time it will devolve into, well, that house is doing that, that house is doing that, that house is about this, yeah. that house is about that. You know, we'll, we'll go off and do all the things. And by the way, that's not Chris. Like, that's what I love about the brief. The brief is made to be yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. I, love, yeah. I love that about the brief. I, I love... Again, none of this is criticism. This is yeah. all just, I, I think it would be amazing. Yeah. Uh, you know, one minor criticism is sometimes Dawn gets overexcited and overextends. Oh, and that's no. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, that's not as a nation. They don't yeah. always overextend, but occasionally you'll see like lances overextend and then. Oh, yeah. But it's so easy it... with that tactic. That's why I keep referring to them as the cavalry. So when you're playing like total war games yeah. and you're like, okay, my cavalry is going to come in and smash, but how often you're, you're like, ah, shit, they, they, they've overdone it. And now I've got a load of my cavalry just in the middle of this unit and my entire army is back there because they're slower, you know, and they yeah. haven't run in. I'm like, Okay, crap. Well, the cavalry's gone, you know, because they're surrounded. And that's it, you know. So it happens a lot with that that tactic, and that's why I keep like. I, I so think... what you're saying, Oliver, is um, Dawn's disposable. What? 
I, I, that, no. That's what I just heard you say. I mean, I, I will, you say I, hey, I will yeah. say because uh, the, mo the most popular <laughs> nations in Empire are actually, they do actually get refilled pretty quickly. So technically, they can be quite disposable. <laughs> like the, the Navarre, Wintermark, and, and Dawn, uh, technically, they're, they're probably going to get new people in the ranks of those nations uh, because people do go to those nations. But uh, yeah, they uh, they do. They, mm. they Again, they are amazing nations in their own rights uh navarre is just i love fighting with navarre just saying yeah uh, i like fighting with navarre, I, I absolutely actually. adore fighting with navarre um i love fighting with i, I actually love fighting with wintermark mm -hmm. i actually really enjoyed it uh, <laughs> fighting with the <laughs> fighting with the stormborn spears specifically a unit i will mention in in Wintermark, they they are such a good unit because they are also quite heavy skirmishers. Yeah. So we worked really, re really well together when they weren't forced onto a line and when they're held in reserve mm -hmm. to just smash. Um, that is when they're really, really, really potent. Because yeah. um, e everyone is good to fight with in their own individual right. Oh yeah. And that that's something I will say. I've got this lovely joy of floating around between being league we're... yeah the league is funny because obviously there's not really been a battle i can remember where we haven't had some the league in some form on the battlefield because of yeah. the, the way that the nation is put together with, with the mercenary banners yeah it, it does mean that our national block is kind of small mm -hmm. but i i enjoyed working with them at E4. Um, it was really cool to watch the way they worked and they, for such a small force, they really took names mm. and that was nice to see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so everyone's got their own speciality. Everyone's got their own way of doing things. It's, I, I, I do think that trying to work out how we can get these to complement each other um well that's the general's job you know that's yes. literally what the you know the, the generals even though that's the thing like it's it's you know people go oh yeah this nation is good at this and bad at that and people might think that's like you know um for lack of a better word shitting on certain nations if they say mm. certain things but it's literally the general's job to know i mean and that's one good thing about we were talking about hats earlier mm. um i will say for the generals that have had those seats for a long time it's good that there are people that have lots of experience in those hats because they do know the nations and that's that's the thing if if you are a new general and it's we're all up for new generals but i think it's good in those especially the military council not especially yeah but from what i know the military council um the generals need to know you know need to have an idea of okay what what, what nations are good at what in general yeah. you know? it, it, it's also very easy to be a backseat general and mm -hmm. sit there and going oh that yeah i i you should have done this or that or the other mm -hmm. and it's the the worst decision to make is no decision at all make a decision good or bad it's better than none also like like role play advice and you know some of the some of my you know uh, favorite people on that field who are generals do this obviously they stand up and they say even if they know it's going to be unpopular they're like this is this is the plan this is the plan we should be doing you know and, and the, the way the military council works it facilitates that because it's like well, okay well let's put forward what we think um you say hey this is what we this is this nation go with this nation or this is the plan we should have 
and then yeah, that then you get to after the fact if they didn't go for that, be like, well, I did say, yeah. <laughs> well, well th- th- this is something that a there there is a military force in the world which I won't name the name of the nationality of it because mm-hmm. of YouTube. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, what's it? But <laughs> they actually YouTube uh, guidelines or whatever you mm. they kind of. But I won't mention the nation. But they um, they actually have a person whose job it is to be devil's advocate. Yeah. In their military, mm-hmm. that every single military meeting they will assign someone to be the devil's advocate, just in case everyone agrees, and there will have to be someone who doesn't and have to put forward an argument as to why they don't agree. Because um, then you will see negative possible solutions and stuff like that yeah i mean there are a mm. lot of good role players that will do that i mean i noticed that in senate even though i've like the the one time i've lit, sat through some senate stuff um yeah it's good political role players will do that even though it's like okay well yeah. i know that the, the 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 general consensus is that we want to vote this way um but it's this game is too easy for these senators and it's not creating enough drama here so i am literally going to stand up and I'm talking about like the Baron stuff, Robin. Like, there was a couple of senators that just stood up to be like, you could tell that they were, you could tell, yeah. you could tell they were like, no, this is the way we want it to go. It's obviously what about gonna, the Empress stuff as well? It's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They, they kind of knew, all right, it's going to go to dawn, but I'm going to stand up and just say, oh, what about this type thing? I mean, there were, yeah. there was, there was one person that was like, actually didn't want it to go to dawn. But, um, yeah, no, that, that's that's definitely a thing that you will find in an empire, and good role players will stand up because it's a political yeah. game at the end of the day, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's and it just gives you so much chance to do these sorts of things yeah. as well, and it, it is it's cool to watch yeah. from the sidelines because yeah. I have no interest in any big hats <laughs> whatsoever. I, I the last thing I want to do is have a big hat. I am very happy leading a small group of mercenaries, you know, who not many people have heard of. And and just leading them in battle is just so fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't want any more than that. I, I, I don't need any more than that because they're, they're amazing. The Reapers are amazing people um, and just a really good friend group as well. And on a... I generally have a mental crash on a Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I will have a yeah. mental crash on a Saturday night from about nine, ten o'clock. But what I will do is because all the Reapers are scattered to the wind um, because that's what they do. Um, I will sit down basically outside my tent or in the Reapers group tent and be like, I am personally out of character because I can't be, I can't, carry on being fuck but we are still in character so mm-hmm. please yeah. tell me your information in character if you want but i am not going to react to it in character i just need to know whatever the words you're saying yeah um because i, I just get you get burnt out it's you so yeah. easy yeah. in the yeah. field to get burnt out because it's it's full on it, it is, is really it is. hours upon hours upon hours i mean anybody who's ever like um again i know you saying about like D and that but um i'm sure have you played you've played tabletop since have you i, I, like, I have done started. the aliens game oh there you go um so <laughs> i have so, done the aliens yeah. game with steve so oh. 
yeah, I mean, usually a TTRPG session will be like three or four hours, but and then there's those of us that those of you have have done like you know eight nine hour D and D sessions, you know, and where you're just going for it, like that is super tiring you know like it's, it's just it's crazy and then you you do it and you're like oh my god i can't believe we went for nine hours that time we went for like nine hours playing D. that was that was crazy and we went up to you know we stayed up so late uh larp the weekend at empire is like you know fivefold that <laughs> you know yeah. and it is it is it is a lot you know it's a lot and sometimes because there is you want to do everything. And like you say, with the FOMO stuff, like I totally get that. You always get to that weekend being like, oh, I should have done that. I wish I'd done that. I wish I'd done this. And then you go, Oh, I wish it was like a four day event, but then you come back and you're like, thankfully it's not a four day event because that it would just, that would kill me. You know, it would be yeah. too much, you know, cause it does. It's a lot. But, but yeah, yeah, yes. And no, cause it's you like, you want it to be uh, a four day event. <laughs> Like, I, I don't I, think I, I could cope with it being a four day event. I just think you could spread stuff out a bit more. You could, it wouldn't be so intense because you could, again, people have done this and, you know, they'll correct me because I know I'm really new to this hobby. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, over four days, you can spread it out. You don't have to have the battle on the Saturday, battle on the Sunday. You could have okay, a yeah. break um, and yeah. stuff like that. Because I know that, like, I've, I've, I've had. <laughs> conversations about this where because i know like some big larps will run for like a week or so i mean mm. if it was going to be an empire thing where they had it be a a full week then yeah that it would be like okay we're gonna have the big battles like at the end or something like that and you wouldn't have a big battle every day that's the thing i mean that's one mm. good thing about the fridays that you know you're not going to go for a big a big old battle and and that's the good thing about skirmishing people who are combat hungry always have something to kind of do i think that's the idea also if you had it more days then there would be more skirmishes people wouldn't because it's getting to the point where obviously people aren't getting on skirmishes that want to go on yeah like that's that's one of the big things i mean like when um obviously when rnl was night protector that was one of the things i was like trying to get like all these new people out on skirmishes because like it was so many of them were just getting like we've got brand new players who really wanted to be on a skirmish and they couldn't because every skirmish was high threat to the point where there's too many repercussions if it goes wrong and then you've got people who are not necessarily new players but they've been at the game so much and every time they go to a skirmish they're getting kicked off at the end so that's why i was like every skirmish i want like between like eight and ten spaces dedicated for brand new players or first-time skirmishers because otherwise they just keep getting kicked off but more skirmishes that were not of a lower threat but lower repercussions to the empire would be quite cool to get these new people onto them yeah we talked about this before right robin i was like because yeah a lot of them that they're giving us now in the skirmishes are just like oh yeah this will affect this army and this is the responsibility of this general or this senator or this champion of this virtue and it's just like they could probably do with some more like new player friendly like oh go off and and kill a monster and it not have like any repercussions for the greater campaign so that because mm. that's the thing a lot of the times that the hats actually don't want to go on skirmishes because they've got too much to do but because they are the general of this army and they've been literally given this skirmish like crap i need to do the skirmish cool i need to uh, bring my friends on who are all like 
been playing for a long time. We want to win, so we want a powerful team. We've got all this money, we've got these resources, and then the new players don't really get a look in. Um, but if they had some other uh, skirmishes that didn't have um, allocated people to lead them, mm. you know, I mean, I guess that's kind of how the uh, the academy stuff works, even though it's the academy that's given this, like, okay, mm. that's the stuff for the academy. There's not really a, it's just like, oh yeah, this is just something that you guys get to go off and do and just have fun with. Yeah. You know? But also, if you, you know, the amount of times I've seen generals having to pull on their armor to go into a skirmish whilst they're sat in the military council tent having to do mm -hmm. votes on things that are actually quite important and they're having to pull on their armor because as soon as they can they need to go off to this skirmish that they're having to lead it's like i just want them to have a bit more time just yeah. just, just a few more hours just so they can look after themselves it's, a little it's bit. difficult as well because obviously like um next year yeah like uh with work commitments and things like that we're, pro we're probably not going to be able to come to we're going to be able to come to every event it looks like but mm. we're not going to be able to be there like the thursday and um and we might have to be like arriving like late on friday and things like that the fact that it is a weekend like having it in, yeah i think, I think it, it might end up being like you're going to be there the thursday yeah. night and then you'll come back it, and get me friday having it roll over to like a monday or a tuesday would be like a lot of people wouldn't be able to come so it's it's difficult i think they've got an all right balance there but uh, that, again they have done again that they've been doing this a lot longer than I have. They know a lot more than me. Because I know they used to. I know they used to have like three or four day events. I know they, they used to do it on a Monday, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So Which, they have trial and error a lot of it. So, you know, but from a new perspective, I'm like, oh, it'd be really cool. Again, for me, it's just a, I want more of an excuse to be able to hang out with my friends when they're not having to run left, right and Chelsea mm -hmm. Because they've got 25 meetings to do in half an hour. And, you know, it's... Well, this is what I'm starting to think about, like, um, the, the types of LARPs I want to do now. Because people go, oh, I should try this LARP, try that LARP. The type of LARP I actually want to do now, mm. um, in addition to a game like Empire, because that already takes up a lot of my time, would actually be, like, a private LARP with my friends. Yeah. So you could be like, right, okay, we're going to run this game, and it's going to be you know, this group of friends and we're going to get to role play all together and have time yeah. together. That's more what I'm interested in now rather than going to, I w I'm up for trying other big LARPs or, or other <laughs> systems, things like that, but that's actually what I want now, you know? Do you know what would be really cool? Like, I don't know if this could actually work, but okay, Empire has four big events a year. What if every E3, E3 runs for a week? So there's the four events, but the third event, it runs for a full week where they still balance it out so that people that can only do the weekend have the same sort of things. I mean, and then there's like a few hours off on the Sunday afternoon for people to pack down or set up, depending what's happening. And then it runs for the rest of the week for the load of other things. Yeah, it's it's because that would also fall in school holidays as well. Yeah, wouldn't it? yeah, what, it would. And that's why you're but... saying that, Robin. Yeah, <laughs> I I do know that they used to do like Empire used to run on like the bank holiday weekends, um. But Ooh, now I think I think I think that's what like Curious Pastimes do or Lauren. Ch I can't remember which one, but one of them basically runs on just the, mm. um, just the the bank holiday weekends, which. Then the, obviously the issue then is that they can't go back to that because there's a lot of crossover play there as well with refs and, and things like that. 
so it's mm. difficult um but, the, but then the the bank holiday weekends are not as equally spaced apart whereas currently yeah. the way they have it is like every six weeks it's an empire you know yeah it's it, you know they're doing the best they can with it you can't please everyone it's, you know it's working the, the game's growing every year it, so. oh, yeah, exactly it's, it's you know i'm just talking about what i would love I, you oh, know, God, yeah. can, can we can we can we not just run empire for six months of the year just six months a year because I, I it's a brilliant escape just it really life. is just have it running for six months of the year and you can dip in and out as you need to for work <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, there'd I am... be no possible implications yeah. for PD if they were to just constantly run it. So as soon as you step into the field, you're back in character. Yeah. So like, I could leave work, um, come to Empire instead of going home at night. I'd go to Empire, and be like, oh yes, I've been out fighting all day. I was in the barons doing this. How is everyone? Yeah. Like, my evenings in Empire. Well, yeah. and my weekends. Well, this is. Yeah. The, I mean, this is this is the the, the gap that. Um... <laughs> LARP because you can be do amazing because I, I know that people do you know they play the weekly LARPs and this is a thing right um mm. I know the three of us aren't like you know we're, we're not old school LARPers I know I know there, there are still games that like run like literally weekly that people just do yeah. these linear systems that people do but I mean that's that's the the gap now that LARP has to jump over somehow is obviously that's what you do with like MMO video games you know like World of Warcraft like you literally finish work jump into another world straight away you know whereas obviously yeah. larp it's a big like i've got to go buy the stuff and i've got to like drive there and it's a big like we have to be there and then obviously everyone has to be participating at the same time it's not really something you can do in a vacuum at all larp no um that's 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 the tricky thing and that's the tricky thing about like uh, bringing out to a lot of people and being like hey come and yeah. come and do this thing but the more people doing it the more yeah the, the more stuff there's going to be you know hopefully it, it's yeah it, it would be it would be so it, <laughs> pipe dream would be amazing to do yeah what's, Completely what's your unrealistic. which before we wrap up because we are like we we've gone for so long uh have, it, yeah oh my god we've gone for so long it's, it's all, but it's great but it's so, great I'm, I'm having so too, this one hour right? i'm having too, i'm having too much too much fun it's and this longest, one hour is extended a bit the, the longest the longest <laughs> podcast episode ever it'll be fine no 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 one no, okay everyone will watch it okay. they love us right uh or, or you so, just split it into two yeah <laughs> just, split, no 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 don't, don't do that don't do that uh so before we wrap up like what yeah. what would be your like ideal life if, if if money wasn't an option and you could create a lap what what lap would you create I I personally wouldn't create a LARP. No. I don't have the imagination. I so it would be if money wasn't an option, something that I would love to do is there is an island in Devon called Burr Island that is currently up for sale uh, for fifteen million. It's a got a hotel on there, and you're Sorry. buying the island. And the hotel. 15 million. 15 million. Is that all? Yep. What? Yep. And <laughs> you get the island. It's a small island. You couldn't buy a row a of houses in south of England for that. Would you? I know. <laughs> um, you get the hotel. You got the staff quarters. And there's a pub on the island as well. And it's a 1920s, 1930s stylized hotel. Yeah. I reckon someone with brain cells bigger than mine, which isn't hard, could come up with an amazing LARP. I know that I LARP done uh, their 
uh, 1920s, 1930s movie set LARP. You know, Agatha Christie. Could you imagine Christie... doing, a, doing a King Kong LARP on an island would be just amazing? How cool My mind also went to King Kong. Oh my your, God. Your, your mind went to King Kong. My mind went to Agatha Christie actually based books on there. Mm-hmm. Some of her, like, Poirot books are actually based and she wrote on that island. Mm. Um, it's a beautiful, beautiful island. And it was like, I would love to see what someone could do with that. Yeah. And that would be my sort of, not not a, I wouldn't want to create a lot. I would like to buy the island, turn around to, hello, you come and say goodbye. Um, buy the island, turn around to someone who runs LARPs and says, Make LARP happen. Yeah, make LARP. <laughs> and 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 then just you know go and watch or go and play because mm. I love the creativity of people as well. It's just yeah. people are awesome yeah. apart from the ones that aren't. Apart <laughs> from the ones that aren't. Well, yeah. As long as you find the ones that are, that's that's the main thing. Don't concentrate on the ones that aren't. It, exactly. Yeah. Everyone's so negative when you know, positivity is good. Yeah, it is. Positivity it is. in cats isn't that right, Herm? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Anyway, we better we better wrap this up because it is yeah. a, not not because I want to, but because it's 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 gone on it's, a, it's gone on a while. I um, just feel sorry for your editor. <laughs> yeah, he's fine. Whoever, the, whoever I mean, no, I mean, I don't edit. Are you you're kidding yeah, me? You think, yeah, you think I yeah. edit my own videos? I mean, I have an yeah. editor for that. Actually, I have an editor. I have a sound guy, a lighting guy. Um, uh, they, they can they can deal with with all that you know. We've, it's we've, the care bear. Yeah, it's the care bear. Yeah, it's the care bear does it all. Yeah, you know, this this is me. I, this is actually editing Ollie here. That's that's the spirit animal. Um, anyway, yeah. Do, do you want to plug anything while you've got a platform, Dolly? Do you want to? Obviously, I I, mm-hmm. I have to plug the Reapers Rest, mm-hmm. uh, the Reapers Ball, uh, mm-hmm. or any of the other names, the Reapers Dance. Uh, you know, long story short, it's a lovely social event. It's mm-hmm. an actual social event where you go talk, eat food, have drinks, and other such shenanigans. Bless you. Sorry, cat sneezed on my hand. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> other such shenanigans will be happening. I know last year we had a dueling competition going on. So if you wanted to get involved with dueling, you could, and there was a ribbon system. Um, And yeah, we had an auction last year, but it's more of a social time, a time for you to unwind. Um, I think we've worded it as a time for us to recover from our time in spiral or Spirelli. Yeah. Also we're going as well. So (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you guys are coming. <laughs> I, I will say, perfect event for new players to come and ask questions as well. You know, if you've got your kit or the basic idea of kit and stuff like that, and you want to be able to come and talk to people and just say, oh, I haven't been to Anvil yet. Brilliant time. You get to meet a smaller number of people. You get those connections before you go to Empire, which, you know, some of us went to Empire with no connections other than real world friendships and mm-hmm. you guys went with 
no no connections each other <laughs> each other we we had each other and the ability to yeah. make friends <laughs> and and that's exactly it it's yeah. it's a nice opportunity especially if you're of a more nervous disposition to just come along and meet a few people and have conversations because you can find a quiet nook and have an out of character conversation yeah. if needed yeah yeah um and yeah, we still got tickets available. And... Cool. Yeah, I'll put all the information in the description and Amazing. Uh, where they can where they can find it. Excellent. But yeah, well, that's all I need to plug. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Anything Dolly. you guys need to plug? <laughs> no, 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 no. Right? As, Not as, to like as, and subscribe. As I as I fade into all my call to actions in and out. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thank you very much for coming on. We appreciate you, Dolly. Thank you for putting up um, with me. Yeah put up with you well it's, like i said it's not we're not ending because i want to end because i'm having i'm having a lot of fun but um yeah we'll have to do we'll have to do a part two because we'll uh it's, it's yeah we'll actually have to talk about what we were supposed to talk about which yeah, is I, mental health yeah, we, well <laughs> yeah in fact actually we might we might do another we might do another episode that's focused on that actually um, do like a specialized yeah. focused episode yeah, yeah that, i that, think that is like that is a really important it topic is an important that i think topic. yeah we all want to talk about yeah, yeah too, exactly right. anyway yeah. right let's end this right say goodbye to the podcast everyone See you later. <laughs> Thank you very much for stopping by. If you enjoyed this show, leave a comment, like, subscribe, follow, so you know when a new episode is posted. Make sure you go check out some of our other content that we have done. Until the next time, though, we love you very much and stay safe. <laughs>